WBNE. everybody and welcome back to late to the party this is something entirely different my name is ethan edgehill i normally play the character of ben allen roth and today i am your dungeon master so what we're doing today (laughs) sorry say that again no one told me this this is news to me yeah everybody Mm. else got their script yep (laughs) perfect here it is it says enter scene uh tavern (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, interior tavern, dark, gloomy. (laughs) No, so what we're doing today is we figured that we just kind of hit the ground running with season one of Ladies of the Party, uh, and it was like my first time playing D&D, and I definitely got some things confused. So what we're going to do today is give a little background on like how to play D&D for dummies, basically, an absolute introduction to the game of Dungeons & Dragons. Now... We're not going to cover character building in this like like your we'll cover character development a little bit and like and and character backstory, but not like how to build a character sheet in this episode. So mm-hmm. um, if you don't have a character built already, maybe we'll do an episode about that eventually. But like there's lots of great resources, D&D Beyond, Roll20, they can help you build characters together. And you can also just Google like pre-built D&D character and though there's hundreds thousands oh, of them man. out there could I could I give a, a, a shout out to my buddy Tulak the Barbarian whose whole YouTube channel is about building specific characters in D&D from pop culture it's awesome yes yeah you absolutely can do that just check out anywhere like like there's so many resources for that so that's the only thing assumed here is that a you have um, access to a character and b you have access to either a set of dice or a virtual set of dice, or like a Google Dice Roller. Oh, I love Google Dice Roller. It's free. Um, and if you use Very D&D easy. Beyond now, you can just click the Roll Dice button. It's super simple. But we're going to go from the ground up with four characters, and we're going to go on a little baby mission for little baby characters. Everybody's <laughs> going to be level one. It's going to yeah. be a grand old time. We're going we're gonna to harm some goblins. It's going to be great. Oh, I just had a thought. Um we should all be playing children, so Ethan's having to tell a story about children. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't ruin this man's evening. Uh, so who wants to go first to tell us about the character that that the universe assigned to you? I think from- Jordan should go first, because she's usually the DM, and I think this this could be fun. To- yeah, it's fun to go first. Um, oh, I did... Sorry, I do just want to say, everybody is using character sheets that came from the D&D starter pack. Like the box you buy at Target that comes with a uh, a character of like five characters, and you can also yeah. just go on wizardsofthecoast.com or anywhere else and find the like starter pack characters. Nothing in a fancy PDF. here. Yeah, I can link in the description. Actually, it's just literally just a, P- a ten page PDF with five characters in it, two of which are human fighters for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> just just in case you needed a different take on a human fighter. Anyway, Jordan, <laughs> tell us about uh, uh, Mrs. Maggot. Firstly, it's Merla McGoat, uh, and Merla McGoat is a, a lightfoot halfling rogue with the criminal background, um, and because I'm a halfling, I am going to be fairly small and weak with my strength score, so my strength score, I have a, a minus one modifier, um, I'm but I'm pretty dexterous, and I'm quite charming and charismatic, and so... 
when I play, I will probably try to focus on uh, my dexterity and my charisma because those two things will uh, serve me well. So two quick questions for you. One, what is a halfling? And two, what is a rogue? So a halfling is kind of like a hobbit. Um, if you have seen any of the movies that involve hobbits uh, or, you know, listened to That's What I'm Talking About. Um, and a rogue is basically like a super sneaky character who... Um, how do you explain a rogue? Uh, <laughs> a rogue is steals of, things. of the night, uh, a shadow in the dark. Yeah, like a thief or like an assassin. They they do shady things. They yeah. hide. They move quick. They strike quickly. They kill wolves. Um, they, they kill wolves. So so a rogue is um, sort of a, a sneaky individual who might uh, be either a criminal or maybe an assassin. Could be a really fun way to play it. Um, and they're just going to be somebody who can really get in, deal some damage, or or do a sneaky thing. Maybe steal steal something from somebody's pocket and then get out really fast, and ideally not be seen. And if you do find a copy of the Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition Player's Handbook, uh, which you can get on the internet or any game store, or there's like PDFs and stuff everywhere. Uh, I will not link to one of those because that's not technically legal, but like it's super easy to find. <laughs> um, and if you look at one of those and you and you find halflings, uh, that book will vehemently deny the existence of J.R.R. Tolkien and will never say the word Hobbit ever or mention the Lord of the Rings ever uh, because they did some weird partnership with a different author who doesn't write about halflings. Mm. Uh, and they will quote R.A. Salvatore constantly, despite the fact that his books are boring. Um, <laughs> huh. Yeah, no, no hobbits mentioned in the player's handbook because Gary Gygax didn't like Tolkien. Oh, I just, just figured it was a copyright for you. thing. I didn't know that. No, because they they borrow copyrighted material, like licensed copyrighted material from like different fantasy authors, like Robert Jordan and Ari Salvatore, but not Tolkien because Gary enough. Gygax hated Tolkien. Fair enough. Ethan I've said knew the a word piece of D and D history yeah, that I had a little, little bit of history heard. that nobody needs to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you, dear listener, know. Cool. So, Jordan, that is uh, Marla Magoat. Magoat, yes. Magoat. Okay. Our level one halfling rogue. Um, they, we characteristics of a halfling. Uh, they have they're small, so they have a lower movement speed. And we'll get into what movement speed means here in a minute. But basically, that's the amount of feet that you can walk per turn during yeah, combat. D is imperial system. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Everything's in feet. Uh, but it's the number of feet you can walk uh, per turn. Um, if you're from a country that doesn't use feet and you didn't know how long a foot is, uh, it's 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> and an inch is 12 and a half centimeters. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ro- wrong. Absolutely wrong. <laughs> 12 and a half centimeters is, is most of a foot. I'm here to cause chaos. We are getting lost already. <laughs> already. Scott, tell me about your character. Hi. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be playing... Well, first of all, my name's Scott Nicewander. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm going to be playing Wade Whizbang. He is a level one high elf wizard. 
uh, which is very fun for me because I rarely ever play spellcasting characters. So, listener, I will be learning along with you in this, uh, which will be very fun. Uh, yeah, high elves are, as far as I understand, like, they're a very... I'm trying not to use, you know, references to Lord of the Rings, as is the spirit of D&D that I've just learned. Um, they're the, you know, they're kind of tall, pointed ears, very lean, uh, athletic build sort of things. They don't have facial hair, which is very important uh, in contrast to, like, dwarves, for example. And, you know, you've seen wizards. You know what wizards are. We're spell casting. Uh, there's a lot of spell casting classes in D&D, but wizards are, uh, I believe, people who learn magic. They study magic. They learn it from books and from teachers versus other spell casting uh, classes that... Uh, you know, the lore of, of those other classes, some of them might be they make contracts to get magical powers or have magical they, bloodline. Magical bloodline. They're just kind of born with it. Wizards study and they learn magic. Wizards are nerds. Wizards are nerds. They're magic nerds. And that's what Wade is. Wade's a big old magic nerd. So tell me a little bit about how Wade would go about doing things. Like, what are some of his spells? So some of the spells. So there's... Uh, Spells, which use, I don't know how in depth we want to get into it already, um, but there are spells that use spell slots, and then there are spells that are called cantrips that don't use spell slots that you can kind of uh, use freely. Um, and spell slots are just kind of like this limited resource that you can, that you have before you need to replenish them with some sort of rest. And so I've got things like Mage Hand, which allows me to grab onto objects or hold onto objects that are like less than 10 pounds or something like that. Uh, I've got, what else, what other kind of spells do I got? I've got Prestidigitation. This is another cantrip uh, where I can basically do some simple illusion stuff. Ray of Frost uh, is another cantrip that uh, lets me like shoot an ice beam at people and shocking grasp is like a lightning uh, attack and then for those are all just cantrips and then for actual spells I've got burning hands which kind of does uh, very much what you would expect it to do uh, and uh, detecting magic so I can detect where other uh, sources of magic are magic missile that's a classic one uh, like throwing magical darts at people and uh, a shield which creates an invisible barrier uh to increase my or uh yeah to increase my armor class which is i guess how we decide if hits land on you which we yeah. can get more into in combat too we'll definitely get more into armor class here in a little bit i was gonna do that once we got everybody together but i do want to drill down on spell slots real quick because i do feel like this is unnecessarily complicated for the new player especially the word the word spell slot to me has always made it seem like you you insert the spell into the slot and like you have to like you can only use those yeah. spells literally they're just like expenditures of spells like you get you get x number like scott how many one level one spell slots does does wade have i get four you get four okay one. so out of the 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 ones that are called spells the the burning hands, the shield, the uh, ma um, magic missile, you mm -hmm. can use those four times essentially per day in the game until your character goes to sleep, rests, and restores them. 
So you can use any of those. Like he can cast magic missile four times, but he can only do four. Yeah, and then spells. I'm out of spells entirely. You're out of spell juice entirely, except for cantrips. Which except again, for cantrips, you can use cantrips you are like cantrips are like kind of you know slightly light versions of spells. They're they're yeah. they, they usually have a smaller effect. They'll be less effective in combat. They will be more helpful sort of outside of combat sometimes. But they're they're doable constantly. Uh, yes. For the for the wizard, yeah. And once um, you run out of spell slots, you just go around punching people, right? You yeah, just hit people. I've, Wade's got a short sword, uh, so I can I can also get into that combat as well. Sure thing. Okay, um, Tyler, what do we got here? I am Tyler Doobie, and I'm finally playing a human fighter. A human what? fighter. Here we go. Here we go. I'm playing one of the human fighters. I'm playing the first hero. Uh, my name is Rutabaga Feltuck. Um, <laughs> uh, it fighter. sounds like full tuck. <laughs> I digress. Uh, fighters. Fighters uh, hit well. Uh, they're strong. They've got a good strength score. Um, I'm not particularly charismatic, uh, but that that's fine. I don't need to be. Um, I use weapons like great swords, but this character specifically will also be using a longbow, um, which is more of a ranged weapon. Uh, fighters have this cool thing from level one called second wind. Scott, have you heard of that? Anyway, sorry, I'm me. so sorry. It's, um. it's too easy to dunk on you. <laughs> um, and what second wind is, is I can, uh, choose to do it, uh, and pull from my stamina and, gain some hit points back um, and hit points are the determining factor of whether you are standing or you are making death saving throws, which is a whole nother can of beans. Yeah. Your fighter is your, your generic like soldier type good with weapons. Good with like a fighter is like a potato in that it is extremely versatile and you can play it in a lot of different ways. And it's always going to be kind of cool. Like, you can't really have a boring fighter. Like, you can try, mm -hmm. but you have to try to make it boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, they're good Good with weapons, good at, like, not hand-to-hand -hand combat, but, like, weapon-to-weapon -weapon close combat. Mm -hmm. um, different from something like a barbarian, which is more aggressive and, like, punchy. Um, uh, a fighter's a bit more calculated. Yeah. Cool. Um and you, you said you have a great sword and a longbow, mm -hmm. um, and you use your strength score for I, the great sword mm -hmm. and for the longbow. I believe for the longbow because I have okay. like a plus seven to it, which is jeez. Bonkers. Okay, we'll get into <laughs> from level one. We'll get from into level that in one. a minute. That's okay, a little heavy. Camille. Um, oh, can oh, I no, make can I make one more note? Yes, absolutely. Um, humans are a really good uh, thing to be in D anD D because you do get a plus one bonus to all of your ability scores. So. Even though it's a fantasy world, consider humans. Oh, and um, <laughs> just touching on that real quick, we are uh, currently waiting on an update to the D&D 5th edition that will eliminate and uh, those uh, those racial and some of those class bonuses. Oh, interesting. Um, to kind of smooth some of that. There's some inherent issues with uh, how D&D talks about certain classes and certain races. And um, basically, Wizards of the Coast is just kind of like, yeah, we're just going to do away with that. We're going to make all the characters 
there'll be a, a new sort of character development where you'll pick your your pluses and bi- minuses in different ways yeah. instead of like, oh, I'm a bar- bar- barbarian, so I have to make it a half orc, but I don't actually want to play a half orc. Right. So, so that's just, interesting. Just wait a couple months when this whole episode of us teaching you how to play D&D doesn't mean anything anymore because they've changed <laughs> all the actually, rules. Actually, part of the reason why I didn't specifically want to go into character creation because I knew that they are uh, slowly but surely working on new character generation. <laughs> Uh, and that might be in the form of a sixth edition. I don't know. Um, I just know that they are, are currently working on that to try to get rid of some of the uh, ingrained racism and classism issues with uh, with D&D. Which is ultimately a very good thing. Yes, it can. And if any of your friends are mad about it, um, maybe tell them to. Stop to, yeah. being their friends. Yeah, get better yeah, friends. Or, or at least tell them to. Well, yeah, don't be their friends. But like. A lot of a lot of the old heads will be like, oh, I don't like the fact they're changing the game, and like they may not mean anything harmful by it, but like maybe go, go over back what, to three e. Yeah, yeah, go back to three point five. <laughs> three point five. People like that one anyway. You know, we're monks. We're monks, and not and we're not roller derby people. Yeah, <laughs> 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 overrated anyway. <laughs> Camille, what do we got, bud? Hello, everyone. I'm Camille Leonard. I usually play Lily, the tiefling monk who plays roller derby. But, you know, we must uh, transcend and uh, diversify our holdings here. So today I'm playing Hingledorf Strubin, a <laughs> Hildorf cleric of the first level. And so uh, our dear Hildorf is of a soldier background uh, with a neutral good alignment. I don't know if we're really playing alignments anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on the character They sheet. probably won't come up in this. <laughs> It just, you know, helps guide what might be your decision making. Um, so let's see. Dwarves are nice, hardy characters, and uh, clerics also do spell casting, somewhat similar to wizards, but sort of with their own spin. Um, and, you know, we've got uh, a decent bonus on strength for this dwarf character, constitution, and wisdom is the. Uh, modifier for spell casting. So that's where you get to uh, add your bonus as you do your spell casting. It's what makes your spell casting modifier. Uh, I can never remember what the math is that happens, but I know that wisdom gets added. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's wisdom plus proficiency, I'm pretty sure. That tracks. Wisdom plus proficiency. As someone who plays a cleric, that tracks. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, it does uh-huh, say plus uh-huh. five on here, so that makes sense. It's like your spellcasting skill plus your proficiency. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going to go into proficiency bonuses and all that in a minute. Mm-hmm. All righty, so what else is interesting about my character? So um, I think this comes from being a cleric. Yes, yes. Um, so there's sort of like subspecialties that come with, I think, a fair number of the different classes um so for cleric you have the opportunity to specialize in the knowledge life light nature tempest trickery or war domains and so that relates to the deity that your character worships and in a sense somewhat serves uh they are a guiding light they get you get your power as a cleric from your deity and so depending on what your deity is your uh you get sort of spells aligned with that specialization, so to call it. So for my character, they are a uh, disciple of life. So they get uh, basically 
more spells oriented towards healing um, and some good bonuses there. Um, what else? What else is interesting about my dwarf character? Do you have a weapon that you use, like a, in addition to your, um, yeah, so my character is equipped with both a warhammer and a hand axe. So plenty of Fair. options to, uh, <laughs> yeah, to uh, and I attack imagine, with. I imagine since you're a dwarf, you've got a big luscious beard. Yes, certainly. Of course. And you know, our, our people live up to 400 or more years. So it's, it's pretty good. had plenty of time to grow. Oh, yes. Um, and with this lovely hand axe, I can chuck it at people. So uh, ranged weapon, always great. Yeah. Lots of uh, diversity in the, the ways in which you can inflict uh, <laughs> damage. But yeah. uh, as a first level cleric, I only get two spl- spell slots. So um, there won't be too much spell casting before there's a lot of bashing and throwing. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I think we got a good little team here. We got a good little team here. So let's real quick talk about um, some of the characteristics that everybody has. Uh, for starters, everybody got an armor class. Yes. Um, which is a number, basically, that, that describes how hard it is to hit you. Mm-hmm. As, you know, whether it's a, a spell that makes an attack roll, or whether it's a an arrow coming at you, or a sword coming at you, that attack has to hit that number. So if it's a 15, the person hitting you has to do a 15 or better total to attack you. Now, I, I'll get into a little bit more how attack rolls work here in a little bit when they actually come up. But everybody's got a number associated with them, and that number goes up and down based on things like shields, and there are uh, spells that can affect it, and it'll go up over time as your character levels up. But it's basically a number that describes how hard it is to hit you. Um, Almost everything in D&D is based on how a a number based on how hard it is to do something. That number might (laughs) be very high or very low, um, but it's based on how hard, how difficulty how difficult it is to do something. And that is your difficulty number, basically. Um, As well as everybody has an initiative score, which is basically, uh, it determines who goes first in combat. It's a, it's a roll plus a score that you add to determine who goes first in combat. Everybody's got a speed, which we talked about is how many feet they can run in a turn. Um, Turns we'll get into. And, uh, everybody's got a proficiency bonus. Uh, it should all be the same for you right now. It's plus two. Yes. Yep. Plus two at level one. That's kind of across the board. It goes up as you level up, but that just is attached to some things that your character is good at. Like if you're the fighter, you will be proficient in hitting people with swords. Uh, if you are a spellcaster, you'll be proficient in casting spells. Um, um, I think it's also interesting to mention that armor class is based off of your constitution, while initiative is based off your dexterity. Nope, both are based off of dexterity. Both are dex. No. Yes. There are yeah. some classes that pull uh, pull hit points. Oh, from, hit points uh, not is hit constitution. Points. Uh, yeah, hit points is constitution, but there are some classes that pull um, armor class from constitution as well, like barbarians. Mm-hmm. Um, pull from dex plus con, but that's a little bit over, over yeah. the pay grade right now. Initiative is definitely based off of dexterity. Yeah, initiative is based on dexterity. Dexterity is like quickness and, you know, agility, that kind of thing. So it makes sense that if if you're agile and quick, you'd go first, theoretically, in in combat. Um, (laughs) My my advice for the new player is don't get too 
bogged down in trying to connect how combat works to in the game to real life because your brain will melt out of your ears uh, when you start to think about the fact that things can't happen at once, but things definitely happen at one time in the mm-hmm. real world. Like I can, I can hit Scott in the face and he can hit me in the face at the same time in real life. But in D and D one of us gets to hit the other one first. Right. And then the other one just kind of has to deal with it. Combat is turn-based. Combat is very much turn-based. Like, uh, like a Pokemon. It's like, not quite cinematic. It's mm-hmm. not quite cinematic yet. So mm-hmm. your, your brain will start to slide out of your ears. If you start to try to think about it too hard. Um, <laughs> Definitely and then go with the uh, just enough information for you to participate, but not melt your brain. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, hit points is the number of points that somebody can hit you before you uh, pass out or die. Life basically. points. Yeah, they're your life points. Um, it's your life if you, juice. If you have 30 hit points, which would be a lot for level one, but yeah. if you have 30 hit points, that means that you can take 30 points of damage before bad things happen to you. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that the, as far as a character goes or the way that the character interacts with the world, there are three ways to change how your character interacts with the world. Uh, the first is by increasing your level. So as you get higher levels, you'll get stronger. The second is by buying things in the game, whether it's uh, better armor, better weapons, or some sort of magical potions that can heal you. And then the third is with special magic effects related to spells. Yeah, Jordan, we can we can buy potions and armor and weapons to make us better at the game. You that's can. A thing, that's a thing we're allowed to do. I was completely unaware. <laughs> Let me run down we went to, a magic. to the, the potion shop down on. <laughs> I have a feeling that our second season is going to be much more uh, commerce heavy. That'll be fun. It, it's going to have be a lot more travel heavy, too. Like, yeah. A lot less phones, a lot more potions. Yeah. No navigation. <laughs> yeah, no GPS for this one, no Uber. Fewer vehicles for you to run people over with. Um, cool, uh, and real quick, I want to talk about dice. Uh, a standard set of tabletop role-playing dice uh, comes with seven, what are referred to as polyhedral dice. I think that's a stupid name because all dice are polyhedral. It just means many-sided, uh, but polyhedral is the term that distinguishes it from your normal your D6, which is just your 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 dice-ass dice. Just your like gambling your Monopoly dice. dice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got a, uh, a D20, which is your workhorse. That's what you're going to do for attack rolls, what you're going to do for initiative rolls, for basically everything. It's definitely the yeah. die you're going to use. Anytime the DM asks you to make a check about something, that's what you're going to roll. That's what you're going to do. And I will, I will definitely uh, be saying, like, roll a D20 to mm-hmm. do this and not just like, hey, give me an attack roll, you know? Um, the other dice are used for various situations. Uh, some people may use their D6 or their D4 or their D8 or their D12 or their D10s to make attacks, to do effects, to do any kinds of things. That information is told to you on your character sheet or by the spells that you get or by the weapons that you get as to what kind of thing it will do. Um, and I have, as the DM, I have stuff in my... A book as well that tells me what to do for things like traps and and effects and all kinds of stuff that will use those dice. But the one, the main one you need is the D twenty. That's going to be your big, your big dice. Uh, mm-hmm. I there are dice that I've never touched basically for for late to the party. Like I don't think Ben Allen Roth ever used a D twelve for anything. <laughs> yeah, but I played a barbarian 
They used a D12 for everything, so who knows? My favorite die is the D8. Same. Yeah, what's everybody's favorite dice? I D8 just makes the best click clackety noise when you like put it in a group, and I think like a combination of D8s plus like a like a D6. I think that's it's just so rollable still. Even like some of the other die are just not. They don't roll well. I'm looking at you, D4. I was gonna say, can we all just agree real quick that D4 uh, is the worst dice? See, I knew D4 this was gonna happen. I knew this was gonna happen because I was gonna say my favorite's the D4, and I knew you guys were gonna is. bully me about it. We are gonna bully you, Scott, right off Scott the podcast. Scott's D4 apologist. I think it's just so cleverly designed uh, compared Scott, to I'm the other ones. I'm canceling you. All right, that's fine. After it's that, a great, the D10 sucks. It's a great design. Sure, it couldn't. There's no better way to do it. It's just so dissatisfying to roll. I like um, it anyway. I have seen better designs for the D4. I have seen a lot of better designs for the D4, like the the column one where it's basically a, an elongated yeah. D6 with the ends pointed off so it can't Just land make that it like way. A jack. Yeah. See, I don't like Pointy. any dice with blank faces though. Like that bothers me. Same. Anyway, anyway. we digress back to what we, we digress were. definitely. <laughs> Gang, did I miss anything that we need before we dive into just like a basic? Yeah, probably. Kind of thing? But I think I would say maybe. Oh, I wait, definitely pause and explain. Definitely miss lots of things. Like maybe discussing a little bit more all of the background and interesting information you get on prefabricated sheets. Yeah, that's what we were going to go into next. Was a little bit of character flavor. Um, and a little bit of game flavor. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, so basically, and, and this is where I'm going to hand it over to my players. Uh, I need the four of you to tell me about yourselves, whatever you got, and tell me why the four of you are wandering down a trade route in the evening. Okay. So converse amongst yourselves. Tell me, tell me about your characters. I know that it gives you some information on the character sheets or that you made it up. And then I'll tell you a little bit about the world that we inhabit. But I need I need a reason that the four of you are together from the four of you. Mm -hmm. um, Rudy Tootie uh, has been working at a bar, uh, unloading um, barrels of ale um, for a while. That That's his job, right? Um, so he's probably on a trade route walking home from a long day of work. Like it like it's the I'm assuming it's the end of the night. What time is it? It would be like yeah, like like sunset. Yeah, like he's probably unloaded everything and it's time for him to just go home at this point. Okay. What are what's some interesting things about the other people? Who we I'm, got here? I'm reading up on mine real quick. Uh, go for it. I can say that we have uh our dear friendly Hingledorf is uh, somewhat tersely, but still respectfully, walking down the path because he's on a mission, a mission to deal with those terrible red brands. He's on his way to the next town. He has a mission. Okay. What's uh, a red bram? Uh, they are riffraff. In the ah, next town. Street rat. <laughs> I don't buy that. Mm -hmm, thank you. Yes, they're, um, let's see, what are they doing? Oh, shoot. Where was it? They're bullying somebody. And we're going to fix that. <laughs> Perfect. 
Uh, I'll, I'll just talk about mine for a bit. Um, so Wade, Wade Whizbang, uh, you know, big old magic nerd has devoted his life to Ogma, the all seeing God of knowledge. And uh, I've just like spent years and years of my life. I'm still young, but you know, I'm an elf. So I live a long time. I uh, spent years learning the, the lore of the multiverse and through channeling these visions of, uh, of Agma, I've learned that a goblin tribe has made its lair in an ancient ruin, uh, ruin now called Kragma Castle, where they've defiled a shrine once sacred to Agma. And we can't have that. I can't have that. I'm a big... I'm, Agma's my bro. So... Uh, yeah, now I'm going to go take care of that, basically. Well, uh, Merla is also on this road, uh, headed towards the Red Brands, although she has not, uh, told her dear friend Hingledorf, uh, that she's headed there, uh, to actually seek revenge on the Red Brands because she used to be a member, um, and she was recently, um, run out she might have had slightly stickier fingers than some of the other people um and uh yeah she was run out of town run out of the red brands and uh i've got it in for him yeah i, I should also add that the reason i'm going to uh this this town called uh Fandolin, um is because through my visions i've discovered that uh i can i can uh, I, there's someone there named Sister Gariel, Gariel, Sister Gariel, that I will say. Sister Marguerite. Uh, who, yeah. <laughs> who, who can who can aid me in this thing? So I'm, I'm headed towards Fandolin as a step towards my journey. Perfect. Mm. Mm. Yes, everyone will see that our dear Hingledorf is muttering to himself a little bit but also is touching a pendant that, if you get a look at it, would look as a boot overlaid by an upright mace made of silver. Hmm. So which, which of you would walk this road on a daily basis? Probably me, picking okay. up ale. Perfect. So let me tell you a little bit about the world that we're existing in. Yeah. You find yourselves at sort of dusk, like dusk time, um, walking down a trade route through just not not forest, you wouldn't call it forest, just like some woods, you know, just a general state of woods. There's a nice big wide road mm -hmm. that goes uh, through these woods, but you know, especially you, Rutabaga, would know that in the middle of these woods, there's a, a little river, like, you know, a few hundred feet across, maybe, just a just, just a, a river, little river, just a little river, like 200 feet across, just like not super, uh, not, not a big river, like 400 feet across, right? Not a big river, <laughs> a thousand feet across. Yeah. Just a little Ten thousand. It's, it's, it's the Atlantic ocean. <laughs> it's just a little river. Uh, and there's a, there's a bridge that you normally have to cross to get mm -hmm. across this river. Um, and it's not guarded or anything. It's just a it's just a bridge, man. It's just a regular old, you know, wood. Is it stone? Bridge. Is it wood? It's wood. It's gonna be wood, okay? But mm -hmm. probably some stones on the side, like holding it up, but like wood wooden uh bridge planks that would yeah, be yeah, yeah. like kind of a pain in the butt for wagons, but you're used to it. Mm -hmm. Um 
And so the four of you, I, I, I guess, are walking separately down this path, or, or have you met up at some point? Um, so I know Hingledorf from uh, the the town that we're both from, and I uh, heard him muttering to himself, clutching his little pendant, and I'm going to walk over and go, well, well, hi there, Hingy. You know, oh, well, Hingy, what are you muttering on about right now? A boot right now? <laughs> oh, sorry, trying out some accents here. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, good. Take this time to do your character work. You guys are good. What are you muttering on a boot? Ah, uh, Merla. No, okay. Uh, Hingledorf or Hingledorf. <laughs> Hingledorf. Merla, my my dear Merla from the town. Yes, I'm very familiar with you. He Hingledorf. <laughs> <laughs> A thing that friends say to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm very familiar with you, and then I'm going to say my own name. I, I kept it in for so long. <laughs> this is going to be the character thing now that I just keep saying my own name. Hingledorf. <laughs> Merla. Yes, you're, you're going to... <laughs> So you, mm. and just for background, you, you are on a trade route between the towns of Riverbend and River's End. And they're just two small towns, you know, basically your your one horse, one tavern kind of towns located on opposite sides of this opposite sides of this very, very small and insignificant river. Mm. Um, so Riverbend and River's End are the towns that you're headed between. Um so we got Merla and Hingledorf <laughs> that are walking together. Uh Good Rutabaga. Evening. Rutabaga, you just minding your own business? Oh yeah. Cool. Would you Rutabaga be- is whistling, singing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you know what I mean? Okay, so you would come and and, and Wade, I'm gonna put you just for the story's sake, uh sort of trailing behind Oh yeah, like group. Wade's got Wade's got his nose in a book, not even looking up, just like on a mission, still reading up about Agma, my bro Agma. So, Rutabaga, you come around the turn that you know leads up to the bridge, and mm-hmm. you notice something funny about this bridge. Oh, neat. There are, and since you passed through here this morning, there have been, like, there's like a wall of hay bales that's been erected in the middle of the bridge, completely blocking access to the bridge. Um, cool. Could I... Could I, like, take a closer look at this? Yeah. Give me an investigation check. D20? Yeah. So you're going to roll D20 uh, plus your investigation score. Uh, investigation is an intelligence score. Correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm not very intelligent. I have a plus zero. Okay. And I did roll a seven. So you rolled a which seven. Which I thought was a one initially. They're, they're right next to each other, and they look dangerously alike. Mm-hmm. Those so lines. you rolled a seven. Um, mm-hmm. So as you come around the corner, you're going to notice these hay bales and you're going to notice somebody like a short somebody standing in front of these hay bales. Hello there, fellow traveler. What are you doing with this? Yeah, not what, a traveler. What's going on? Not a traveler here. Brother? Not at all a traveler. Are, are Hingledorf and, and Merla <laughs> coming up now? Uh, yes. Okay. Do I see the hay bale? Do I see? You would notice what the hay bales. There's, there's, it's like a, like a five or six foot tall, uh, let's go six or seven feet tall of hay bales. Completely Hello there, blocking I'm the bridge. I'm 
How are you? Good evening. <laughs> okay, so Hingledorf and uh, Merla, I'm also going to need you to make investigation <laughs> or perception checks, actually, depending on whether or not you want to, like, try to gauge if there's a way around or what's going on or if you just want to figure out what the, the lay of the land is. So Merla is proficient in investigation and not in uh, perception. Okay. So I would want to do investigation because... I will get to add three to my role because I've got a plus one on my intelligence score and then a plus two for my proficiency. Perfect. I mean, that's a meta reasoning, but you could also just choose one or the other. Well, so and right. I do want to say that if you pick perception, I will tell you something different than if you pick investigation. Perception is like trying to gauge uh, the, the, the general not vibe of things, but like to, to get the whole situation going on, to try to, to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, and an investigation is more once you've seen something than trying to figure out what that something is. Yeah. And so I'm going to try to investigate uh, either a way around or over the hay bales. Okay. I rolled a 13 and then I add three, so 16. Okay, 16 total is gonna, so what you're gonna see is uh, standing in front of these hay bales is a goblin with a sword and a shield, just leaning, leaning against the hay bales, like taking a load off, basically. Um, you can see that he is, he is, the hay bales are positioned further and far enough back from the, the bank of the river that it would be tough to kind of get around them. Uh, you could go over, you could ostensibly try to barrel through them, but you don't know how many hay bales are stacked up behind these hay bales. Uh, or you and could I'm swim. Kind of little. Or you could swim. None of those things sound fun, but I think climbing over might be my best possible bet, but I'm going to look over at, at Hingy. Well, what should we do about, about this? Hmm. Goblin's no brother of mine. Hingledorf. <laughs> so the the two of you come up on Rutabaga and and Wade sort of comes up behind you and I, walks straight into the back of one of you. Uh yeah, I was going to say Wade is not looking up. He'll walk into someone or walk into the hay bales oh, or something. Oh, you got me there. <laughs> so the four of you are standing on the edge of this bridge mm -hmm. in front of this what you now see to be a goblin that looks sort of menacing uh staring at you and Rutabaga had come up and said you know, hey, fellow traveler, hope how you doing? To which the goblin responds, yeah, I'm not a traveler. I'm here to uh, exact the bridge toll. Bridge toll? Yeah, there's a bridge. I come on this bridge every day. As I've of, never seen a toll. As of today, there's a bridge toll on this here bridge. Under and what my authority? Job. Sorry, say that again. I couldn't hear you over the sound of me telling you that there was a bridge toll. You heard me. I actually did <laughs> What did you say, Camille? <laughs> I said, under what authority, Ingledorf? Under the authority of the the Riverbend Bridge and River Transit Service, I have erected this bridge toll. Uh, you pay the bridge toll or don't pay the bridge toll. It's up to you. But you're not you're not coming across the bridge if you don't pay the bridge toll. Hmm. My hold on, just a second. Can you repeat the name of that? <laughs> It was the Riverbend. The River the Riverbend Bridge and River Transit Association. <laughs> River and Okay. You know what? The RBBRTA does not need to be enforcing these fees under the common fold. Hey, look, 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 look. 
There's two ways we could do this. You could pay the bridge toll, or you can go away. Or you can nah, be outnumbered, outnumbered by the four of us here. What? No. You can let us pass, or you can take this boot. I'm not Ethan? gonna. Uh, yes. Can I sneak up behind the? So you said the goblin was leaning sort of casually, yeah, right? Sort of casually, like like if uh, if he was to partake in an, an activity where he would it, inhale things into his lungs that are bad for him, uh, like he would be doing that against the side of the wall of like a public high school, kind of leaning. Does he happen to be inhaling something into his he lungs? He does not. Goblins don't smoke. Everybody knows this. <laughs> okay. Um, no, they vape. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, he's he's vaping, ripping fat cotton over here. <laughs> um. So can I... How far away from him am I? You would be probably... If you're at the edge of the bridge, you'd be probably 15 feet. Can I, like, sneak sort of behind him up to the hay to try to climb it while he's distracted with this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. Um, I'm going to need you to make a, uh, to sneak past him. I'm going to make you make a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand instead of, okay. Um, or is there a stealth skill? There is a stealth skill. Stealth. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. I was not looking at an actual character sheet while I was doing this. Uh, stealth. Yeah. Stealth is what I wanted. I was like, there has to be a better word than sleight of hand. So because I have expertise when making a stealth check, uh, my proficiency bonus is doubled. So Jordan's going to roll a d20 and then add her her uh, stealth score, which is her proficiency doubled plus uh, dexterity. Yes. So I rolled a 14 and I have a plus seven. So a 21. Okay, a 21 to sneak past the goblin. The goblin has a passive perception of nine, so you uh, you get past the <laughs> goblin and you can get up to the... I guess he's just real dumb and is just talking to these people. You get up to the hay bales and you can mm. try to scale the hay bales. And uh, I'm going to need be an acrobatics check. Excellent. Acrobatics is also dexterity-based. Okay. Can I continue yelling at this goblin? In just a second, uh, yeah. I get a... Uh, I rolled a nine. I have a plus five, so I get a fourteen. Okay, fourteen will get you on top of the hay bales. Great, that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna sit there quietly. Okay, cool. Uh, I think I think while while uh, that's while, while do I see anything extra while while I'm at the top? Uh, yeah. Give me a give me a perception check. Seven. Seven, there are three rows of hay bales stacked one against each other, um, all at so, the same height. So I'm not moving these. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to just run through them, no. Yeah. Um, okay. Perfect. Tyler, uh, Rutabaga wanted to continue to yell at the, at the Look, goblin. I'm not parsimonious, but this feels a bit perfidious hey, that hey, we hey, have to pay hey, a tax. Hey, hey, listen, listen. How about we start from step one? Because that was a lot of big words you just used here. Okay. There's no way that this town of small people can be at all perficuous. Look, Lemony Snicket, here, we, uh, calm down, okay? You don't need to use all these words. You're trying to. My name is Klarn, okay? That's Klarn with a K and an L and an A and an R and an N, okay? My name's Klarn. In that order? 
In that order. Yes, okay. sir. I like you. I, I like you. You're the quiet one. I like I you. I write that down. I just want to say, excuse me, sir, but my parents didn't tell me anything about there being a toll. They just sent me on, the, I was on this mission, and all I have is a lunchbox with a sandwich, and I already ate half the sandwich. Is another half of the sandwich, is that good enough for the toll to, to pass? I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta save this, uh, this shrine from being defiled by goblins, um, I mean, um, from other, from people. You know, first of all, half a sandwich is never going to do it for a bridge toll. That's Second fair. of all, uh, the bridge toll was 40 spider fangs. However, however, since you so kindly pointed out that my people are defiling a shrine of yours. That's not what I meant. The, short, the, the, the bridge toll is now 80 spider fangs. Clark, so if, you don't, Clark, if you're not going to pay I'll... 80 spider fangs, then you need to just turn tail and get... Clark, wasn't there, th wasn't there Clark, four of you a minute ago? Clark, Hilda, Hildedorf here. And, uh, it's Clark. Uh, thank you. Clark, Clark K -L -R -A -N. yeah, that's what I said. Uh, good evening. Yeah. But also, uh, do knuckle sandwiches count as toll fare? Only if they're uh -huh. the full sandwich. So he you want to fight it out, do you? You'd it, rather it, fight me, Clark the Goblin, than pay you 80 spider fangs. Yeah. Bring it. Are you Hilda initiating Dorf. combat? I have I have a quick question yeah. for the DM. Mm -hmm. uh, how hard is it to obtain spider fangs? Uh, you, you, impossible. Great. <laughs> this was never... This is extortion, Jordan. Great. Mm -hmm. you are, I figured as yeah. much, but, but I wanted to know like how... How wild it was. Like, is it reasonable that I might be able to find some spider fangs? Obviously no, not. No. Hingledorf so is it, not going to actually initiate combat. Hingledorf is going to wait for somebody else to actually make the first go. Real quick, Jordan, give me an insight check on this. Insight is a vibe check, basically. Gonna ch let you try to figure out his motivation. I rolled a four. I have a plus zero. Okay. Uh, no you idea. you get the feeling that he is lying, but that's about it. Okay. So right. Hingledorf wants to start a fight, but wants somebody else to start a fight first. Yep. Hingle Hingledorf's not 100% sure on that, but doesn't know what other direction to go in. Okay. I feel like there's someone who would start a fight. So... Uh, Listen, 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 person that says their own name here. First of all, you misnamed me. My name is Klarn. We've been over this. It's not very hard. It's like literally five letters. It's whatever. You have the option of paying the spider fangs, or you have the option of turning around and getting out of here and leaving me and my bridge that I worked hard to protect with my hay bales alone. Oh, this is your bridge? What? Whose bridge was it this morning? This morning's a different day. Slark, do you know how to swim? Uh, I do know how to... All goblins know how to swim. It's why we don't smoke. Can I pick up the goblin and throw him in the you river? You can try your best to pick up the goblin and throw him in the river. Okay. Can I assist? <laughs> Help action? I don't need it. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to need you to make an opposed athletics check. Bring it on. So basically what's going to happen here is you're going to try to throw Klarn into the river and he is going to try not to be thrown into the river. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I need you to roll 
Uh, plus athletics is a strength skills, a roll plus strength. So roll a d20, add your strength, add your proficiency if you're proficient. So I do have a plus two in strength. Okay. Uh, and I'm not proficient in athletics. Okay. And I rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. So that's a 10? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Klarn rolled, and normally the DM wouldn't tell you this, but I'm just going to open it up just so that everybody knows what we can get the most rolls. Okay. Yeah. So Klarn rolled a 15 minus one. He has a negative one strength. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> that's a 14, <clears throat> which is more than your 10. <clears throat> yes. So Klarn is going to basically push you when you try to grab him and throw him in the river. He's going to push his your arms off of you and he's going to say <laughs> not you now have you. No arms. He's so strong. Oh, man. <laughs> and I will yeah. be in this story without arms. He's going to He's going to push your arms off of him and he's going to say, "Look, I tried to be nice. I tried to offer you the toll of the 40 to 80 spider fangs." But y'all want to do this the old-fashioned way. You're going to eat metal. And he's going to pull out his short sword. And I need everybody to roll initiative. So what's going to happen now is everybody's going to roll a 20-sided dice. And they're going to add their initiative score to it. Um, Initiative is based on dexterity. So a dexterous player will have more initiative. So what's everybody's rolls? I got a 14. Total? 14, pl- or which is what plus what? Uh, uh, mine was an 11 plus three. So you have a plus three initiative because you're a fighter. Fighter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hingledorf. Uh, Merla. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Merla rolled a 19 plus three, 22. Okay. Hingledorf rolled a seven minus one. Okay. Oh, boy. And Wade rolled a 14 plus two, so a 16. Okay. Hang on a second. 14 plus two, 16. Okay. God, why will not my pen write? Don't give up on me now, pen. I need you. (laughs) Okay. So here's what's going to happen. We start with the player that got the highest initiative roll, which is Merla. And we're going to go all the way down to the player that got the lowest initiative roll, mm-hmm. which is Hingledorf. Everybody's going to get a turn to do something. On your turn, you have you can make attacks, you can move, uh, you can do all kinds of things like that. Every turn mm-hmm. includes an action, a movement, and a bonus action. If you have one. If you have a bonus action. But yeah, you, yeah, you can. But those are the things that you can possibly do on a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and a reaction. And a reaction, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, a reaction you can use outside of your turn as well. Yes. Yeah. True. But you get one per round. turn still. You get one per round still. Yeah. Um, every uh, turn takes six total game seconds. So if you have an effect that lasts like, you know, a certain amount of time, like a minute or whatever, a spell, um, that ticks six seconds off the clock every time somebody goes. Um. Cool. So, Merla, what are you going to do for your turn, your action, your reaction, your bonus action, and your movement? How high off of the ground am I? Seven feet. 
Excellent. Body slam. So the first thing I'm going to do is take maybe like five, uh, move five feet backwards onto the hay more. Okay. That's going to put you like right at the edge of the back hay bale. Of, of the first one? Or? No, they're like, they're hay bales. They're like two, two feet wide, probably. Oh, okay. I would like to be in the center of okay, this perfect. hay bale. Um. And I would like to pull out of my my rucksack um, a my tinder box. Okay. I would like to light the match. <laughs> and as I drop it, I'd like to run and leap off of the hay bale. And I believe that will be my turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. My, my, my goal with my landing, and I don't know how much movement and time I have, my goal with my landing would be to land on the goblin, if at all possible. Okay. Um, this is going to require several different uh, checks. Your tinderbox mm. is just a thing you can use, right? Yes. Okay. Although if you want me to like do a sleight of hand for lighting it or something. Yeah. I Like, yeah, I would say yes, d d you can light it, but also that it would catch. Um, I'm going to have you do a yeah sleight of hand. Sounds good um, to see if the tinder box catches. The, the tinder box or the, the hay? Well, yeah, no, like once you sorry to see if the tinder box catches the hay on fire. Got it. I rolled a 12, but I do have a plus five to sleight of hand. So okay. 17. So uh, you have a plus five to sleight of hand. You rolled a 12. That's going to give you a total of 17. 17 is a pretty good score out of your, your theoretical one to 20. So I'm going to give you a good result on that. You are going to catch the, the hay bale. Cause it's like sort of like bricks of hay that are made, not bricks, but like big, you know, two foot by two foot kind of uh, rectangles that are making up this hay bale, you're going to catch the top two in the middle on fire. So it's going to work. The fire is going to work its way down the, uh, down the seven feet of hay bales as this round progresses. Um, I'll call that a bonus action. That works for me since it's something you can, or no, that would be an action action. That, yeah. Yeah. I had to like, pull that it would out be an action action. Yeah. To use a thing. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, you're going to run and leap off the... I'm going to leap. Where will that land? Like, ideally towards the goblin so that on my next turn, if he hasn't moved a whole bunch, I sure. can land on him. Sure. Do a um, do another acrobatics check, and that'll tell you how close you get to the goblin. Oh, no. Oh, no. I rolled a four plus five, nine. Four plus five, nine is not, not bad at all. Uh, it's not, a, it's not a one. It could be a lot worse. One would have put you in the river probably. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to have you land on the, uh, on the bridge, um, on your feet, basically like two feet away, three feet away from the goblin. Um, and he's now aware of my, and presence. he's now aware of your presence. Yes. <laughs> so okay. he could ostensibly attack you. That's fine. Cool. That's fine. I did something cool. Uh, and it is actually, that's, yeah, so I'll call that your movement. Um, and it is his turn, actually. 
but he is oh. not. He's gonna like see you land and kind of go like, "Whoa, what? What was that? No, hang on, <laughs> you you stay right there." To you, and he's going to try with his short sword to attack Rutabaga, who try to throw him in the water. So he's gonna <laughs> this is fair. he's gonna swing his short sword at you. Cool. And he is going to get a, a, a total of nine, a five plus four. So I I have a feeling he like tries to stab at me with his little short sword yeah. and it just like presses into my leather armor and I look down and I'm like, huh. So that nine does not hit your armor class. No, it does okay. not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it did. Uh, he gets a five plus nine and that's... That's all he's gonna do on it. That's all he could do in his turn. So he can he can stab at you with this short sword. Cool. So it is Wade's turn. Fantastic. Uh, Wade is going to as as this uh, as Klarn is a little distracted with all the fire and and trying to attack someone else. Wade is going to go up and like like a little kid like start like tap on Klarn and just be like, "Excuse me, sir, you're not being very nice." And one of my uh, taps is going to be a shocking grasp spell attack. Or it's okay, actually a, it's actually a cantrip, but I will make a uh, a. A, a melee spell attack on Klarn, okay. which, I, which I believe, and again, I've not played a spellcaster before, really, so correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that's just a d20 plus my spellcasting modifier plus my proficiency? Yes. yes. Cool. So that is not going to be great. That is going to be, I rolled a five. Okay. My uh, spellcasting uh, ability is intelligence, which is a plus three, and then my proficiency is plus two, so that is a total of ten. Total of ten is not going to do it. Not going to do it for okay. me. So That's a cantrip. I'm, I'm just tapping him and trying to shock him, and all that comes out is like static electricity. Yeah, so that is not going to hit. It's one of those crappy carny um, buzz pens yeah. that just doesn't work right. Pretty much. I do have a question sure. for the DM. Yes. Did Klarn or the other players notice the fire, or has it not spread enough uh, yet they for have, that? Klarn has not noticed it yet. Um, okay. I rolled a, a perception check for him, and he has not noticed it yet. Uh, nor Great. has his passive perception good enough for me to say that he noticed it. Uh, as to whether or not the other players notice it, that is sort of up to them. Mm -hmm. I feel like I had attempted to conceal myself doing it. Yeah, I would say it's not. It, it, it's it only in the top two bales right now. It, it's probably spread a little bit more down just since since Clarn and Wade have gone. Um, you get the the inkling that like by your next by like halfway through your next turn or halfway through the next round, it'll probably get down to the ground. Like it's burning pretty okay. quick. It's dry hay. Yeah, it's, it, this might be a little too complex, but if my pass is perception my passive perception is 13 is that enough for me to notice it i would or say really? yes you will notice it on the next go like the next person's go we've lost the edge hill we have we lost me oh no <laughs> oh no i'm still here i can hear you and see you back dm's gone everybody roll oh, dice no, I, can, oh. I don't like it when you Usually roll dice me. I got a bad. oh my, my god the team lost today. me y'all this is so sad. I don't know what yeah, to do. Got like three. You're going to die, jail. Yeah, this 12, is all bad. Um, I'm the I'm 13, in charge of the Zoom call, too. Mine only got three. 
Three. I lost everybody. Fourteen. Oh no! We really lost them. Four. (gasps) Nat twenty. I win the game. That's how the that's how D and T works. Everyone. What the fucking hell? And that's it. Hi. That was weird. But he's on. We cannot hear you. Hi. That was weird. Hello. We rolled all the dice. We're done now. It completely yeeted me out of Zoom. (laughs) That's so weird. No worries. Um. Cool. So what I was saying is, Scott, you will notice uh, on the next person's go, I think. Okay, cool. That. So you can choose to do something about that or not. That no, there's no, no, like you see smoke. Fantastic. I, I think I think that's all I can do uh, unless I don't know the rules about casting multiple things. But I think if, I, if all I have is an action and none of my spells are bonus actions, then I think yeah, that's so all I can do. Some spells will be bonus actions. Some spells will be actions. If your spell is an action, then you used your action. Yeah. I don't think I have any bonus action spells, which means that's my turn, everyone. So, Scott, you cast a cantrip on that turn, so you did sure not did. expend a spell slot. You I did not. all four of your spell slots. I still do. Correct. You also can't cast two spells in a turn, even if it's a cantrip, unless the cantrip is a bonus action. Right, that's what I was asking. Is I cast a yeah. I casted a cantrip, and I was wondering if I could cast another spell, which I think you can, as long as one is an action, one is a bonus action. But you can't cast two spells. Yes. It's confusing. Yeah. Spells are confusing. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Rutabaga, it is your turn. Um. So you've got a goblin in Clarin front of just, you who's kind of mad at you. Clarin just tried to stab yes. me. Yes. Um, Hmm. Well, huh. Hey, little bud. Uh, I'm not your bud. We're literally fighting. I am trying to stab you with a sword actively as this is happening. I'm helping. Yeah, but look at your sword compared to my sword. I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I'm pulling out my great sword, great which is sword. multiple look feet long. Look at my big old sword. <laughs> um... And I suppose I'll just hack down. Cool. Be like, look, get a closer look. Uh, okay. Attack roll? Yes. Make a melee attack roll. <laughs> I, I swear, this dice just rolled a 20. Um, okay. Uh, I got a seven. Okay. Total? Total? Yeah. Total. So that's what you plus roll what? roll a two. Three plus four. Three plus four. The dice roll. Boy, howdy. <laughs> Y'all, so, I didn't think uh, I'm like, get a closer fight. look. And then I just drop it in front of his face. And I'm like, look at it. Ethan was like, I was not expecting to kill the entire party in this with, with <laughs> just Clarn. We got a TPK. goblin TPK, TPK going on here. Um, yeah, so you're going to, sword's going to miss. I mean, not not too far off. Like, it's not like you threw it in the water, right? It's not like you missed mm-hmm. horribly. But you're just kind of, kind of, it's going to come down on the, the wooden slats of the bridge, right? Like, yes. I, I'm like, Clarin, look at my exquisite, uh, b- uh, captivating sword. How fetching, isn't that's it? That's a very cool sword. I'm not going to lie. Like you said, it was a cool sword and you're, you're exactly right. It's a cool sword. Oh, you got to see the hilt. The hilt's the best part. I don't um, want to see the hilt. <laughs> that's my whole turn. Cool. Uh, Hildendorf, it is your turn. Hingledorf. 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 It would help if you introduced yourself more, I think. <laughs> well, I, I keep saying Hingledorf, and hey, I keep changing it. I don't even know. Hingledorf, but, it is your turn. You are, There's a melee going on between the two goblins, and or between the goblin and the, and the, and the human, 
and the the tiny elf uh, <laughs> tried to cast a spell, and Corn didn't really notice. There's kind of fighting. There's going kind of on. fighting going on. Hingledorf is going to saunter over as much as a dwarf with very short legs can saunter over somewhere. He's going to waddle. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and swing the, his warhammer uh, to try to bonk Klarn. Okay. Bonk away. Yeah, give a good bonk. Let's see how we do. Bonk him real good. Mm-hmm. All Love right, that'll a be a bonk. 10 plus 4 to hit. Ten plus four exactly hits. Yes. Yes. All right. So. Roll that beautiful damage. What kind of dice are you using to roll this damage? All right. So I have a D8 damage die. And I get a bonus of plus two bludgeoning damage. Cool. So that's uh, dice plus your strength score. Correct? All right. Yes. Uh, Yes. I... I might have an extra bonus thing, which is where the plus two comes from. There's so much on this sheet. Either way, it's written on here. 1d8 plus two. Cool. So I rolled a six plus two, eight damage. Okay, so you're going to come up to Klarn. You're going to waddle over with your Warhammer, and you're going to try to bonk him real good. Are you hitting him on the head? Um, or like across the chest or whatever? Where let's are you do hitting him? a sweeping... Down to up swing. Okay. So yeah, I think I'll have better reach that way. You're going to catch him right in the chest. And Klarn is going to just fold in half like a lawn chair as soon as you hit him with this this warhammer. And he's going to say, I just wanted the spite effects for my family. And uh, he doesn't move anymore. Oh. Can I do a history check? Do goblins eat spider fangs? Uh, no. <laughs> you can do that history check, but no, they do not. Okay. His children uh, collects them. He was trying to be a good father. He didn't even get to see my hilt. <laughs> Actually, he yeah he, he opens one eye and goes, that is a pretty cool hilt, if I do say so myself. Can I, like, get on my knees and, like, cradle him? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow, so we've had a big change of heart about Klarn. <laughs> now that he's dead. Well, now that I don't have to pay taxes. Now that I know he's got a family. Anywho, uh, how are we looking on that uh, that hay Whoa, 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 where did you come yeah, from? How's the hay doing? Is it on fire? The hay is, is on fire. It, it, it seems like if you stand here for like another 30 seconds, that the fire will just sort of eliminate this hay. hay. But it's, it's dry hay. Okay. Hey, oh, let's... My- uh, let's- Take a step over there. My, my my concern is that you did say it was a wooden bridge, and I... I thought he said it was stone. You said it was wooden with some stone bits at the... I did. The planks across it. it are wood. Did you think... <laughs> I have done a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, Ray, Wade would really like to just cast, hopefully, something like Ray of Frost to see if I can just put out the fire so it doesn't destroy this bridge that belongs to the townspeople, please. Yeah. Ray of Frost, is that an attack spell? Um, it is a... Or a cantrip. Like, how does it work? What is its mechanic? Yeah, it is a cantrip, and I have to make a ranged spell attack against the target. Okay. The target being the hay or the okay. bridge, if the bridge has started to catch fire. 
You know, this is a bad time for me to have not stalked create water. The yeah. the bridge is not caught fire yet. You're down to like the last row okay. of hay bales. Okay. Is this a thing I can do? Can I do it? Yes. Um yeah, make, make an attack roll on the hay. All right. Oh, that's going to be very good. That is a 15 plus my proficiency, which is plus two, plus my, plus my spellcasting modifier, which is plus three. So that is a dirty 20. A dirty, nasty, filthy 20 there. Okay. <laughs> In my mind, I gave the hay an armor class of seven. Cool. Sounds <laughs> so, good. So um, you're going to freeze the fire. Yeah, I think I, Wade is going to see the smoke rising from it and just freak out and be like, oh, oh, oh my God. And then just like point a finger and... and you know, shoot this this ray of ice at this hay. Folks listening, uh, if you have any aspirations of being a dungeon master, it will always go like this. <laughs> where you'll be like, yeah, just, you know, fight the goblin and then knock the hay over. And they're like, we're going to burn it down and then freeze <laughs> it. Make a tinderbox roll. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could have probably looked up, gone to the player's handbook and looked up, or the dungeon master's guide and looked up like what I would give hay for an armor class. Yeah, there, but that just, there are the yeah, the, yeah, there are in the DM's guide. If you are interested, they do have things for like makeshift armor class for objects. If you if that's yeah, something, absolutely, but I would say with the dirty twenty. Yeah, I think it, it wouldn't really good. matter. Yeah, I, I gave it like a, like I said, like a hardness of seven. Just mm -hmm. to, you know, because you're freezing it. If it was water, then it would just be a, a done deal. But mm -hmm. since you were freezing it, yeah. Um, and if it was like an area of effect spell, like the hay obviously doesn't have dexterity, right? So like, right, it's not going to dex out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Kingledorf is going to walk up to the now frozen mass and just with the war or with maybe the hand axe. With one of my weapon items, I'm just going to start saying, hi-ho, hi-ho, and start, like, <laughs> chiseling through. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, it's ha six inches off the ground at this point. Like, you I'm can... Not very tall. I know, but you could climb... <laughs> we, <can, laughs> we can... You could climb on top of it and, and, and theoretically, like, slip across it. Oh, come on now, Hingy. We can make it across. Uh, Rutabag is going to lift up Wade onto the... <laughs> Platform. Yeah, I'm you. assuming Wade's also small. I'm assuming I'm the largest no, person I, here. I'm a I'm a high elf, so I'm a child, but I'm like six feet tall. <laughs> so uh, this this barrier of hay of icy hay now is about six total feet across. So like this is not a challenge for you to get across. Yeah. Um. I guess we'll just continue forward then. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna cross this bridge, right? Like this is where you're headed. Uh, sorry, there's a. Dead goblin on the on the yeah that's uh, fair. Bridge, do you want right? to do something about it? I would like to loot his pockets. Okay, go for it. What are you gonna find? Wolf fangs or or spider fangs? Yeah, give, me a, give me a sleight of hand check, just to or or invest. Give me investigation, investigation, or sleight uh, of hand. That's whatever. gonna be a, I mean, I, that's gonna be a sixteen plus five for sleight of hand. You find, <laughs> believe it or not. With the 21 total, you find hundreds of spider fangs. <laughs> oh, why? No, you got to say in a, when a, in a. And five gold pieces. Whatever oh, accent gosh. you're doing. <laughs> oh, jeepers. Uh, these can, these will, I can sell for a pretty penny. I'm going to uh, just put them into, uh, I'm sure I've got some sort of leather pouch. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, you've got you've got let's say 150 spider fangs. 
spider face. Sure. What do I know about yeah. Tra- sure. travelers? Yeah, surely we're not the only ones he's tried to charge for the toll. So you're going to try to cross this bridge? Absolutely. Yes. yes. Okay, perfect. Um, the bridge, as I said, is about 200 feet total across. So you can see to the other side pretty decently. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's far, but it's not too far for you to see, obviously. And you can tell that there's something impeding your path on the other side. Mm. Oh, no. Is it another goblin? Uh, you, that's a great question, Jordan. Perception or investigation? I'll investigate. You investigate. That, that Anybody else want to perceive or investigate? Uh, I uh, guess I will. Yeah, I mean, w- Wade's encountered one goblin. He's looking for a bunch of goblins. He's on the lookout now for, for anything suspicious. I got a dirty 20. You got a dirty 20. Um, for all the world, Jordan, it looks like at the end of the bridge that the bridge takes a sharp 90 degree turn up and continues to be wood about seven feet up in front of you. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> well, that's really strange. What you don't see is another goblin. Okay. And Ingledorf there's no other- is going to walk up to it and just like push on it. Uh, sorry, there's no other what? Oh, I was just going to say there's no other way forward. It's just it's just that is what's in our that's the I mean, path. That's, it, that's what's on the other side of the bridge in the way. You could jump off the bridge and swim. No, no, no. I'm interested in this thing. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Are we approaching Hingledorf. it? Yeah. Pushing on the. Hey, you're 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 pushing on it. Okay. Uh, you. Hey. Go ahead. Hey there, big guy. You wanna you wanna give Hingy some help here? Yeah, I will also push on it. Okay. Um, so you're pushing on this, and it's just it feels like a solid mass of wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you hear. From the other side of this wood, you're not really sure how far away. You hear, uh, who goes there? Hingledorf. Uh, Rutabaga here. Hingledorf. Uh, Rutabaga. I don't know you. Who are you? I, I work down at the town in the tavern. I bring the I bring the ale in. Okay, I don't know you still. Um, well, who are you? Uh, my name is Karn. K-A- K-A-R-N, yeah, K with a K, A with an A, R with an R, N with an N. Uh, my Do name is Carl. I thought we already killed you. I'm sorry, you did what now? If you're another goblin, I'm going to fight you. You killed my brother? Hingledorf. I'm sorry, are you telling me, are you telling me that Klarn is dead? He might be a little dead. I'm s- he tried to make us pay a fine in spider fangs. Yeah, that's the dull, it, it's, uh, it's 40 spider fangs for a group to cross the bridge. You killed my brother? <laughs> well, we don't have 40 spider fangs. Are you looking to join him, Engeldorf? I'm not looking. Uh, look, I'm not going anywhere. You can stay over there on your side of the bridge. Uh, you killed my brother. Can I climb up on top of the yeah, thing? Yeah, g- give me an. Ad- can I? Can I give <laughs> Merla like a knee? Yeah, up? absolutely. A knee and a sure. shoulder. Um, so Jordan, give me an acrobatics check, and uh, Tyler's gonna give you a help action. 
And so a help action will give me advantage, which means yes. that I get to roll my d20 twice. And so on my first one, I rolled an 11. Okay. And on my second one, I rolled a 10. Okay. And, uh, so I'll take, take that 11, 11 and I'll, I'll add five to it for my acrobatics. Okay. Can I get on yeah, top of so it? Yeah, so you can kind of climb um, on top of this. It's just like planks of wood, basically. And when you get on top... Oh, a splinter. When you get on top of it, you see that they have basically constructed a, a six-foot cube of... of uh, like It's six foot wide and like seven feet tall, like a cube of wood, essentially. It is just in the way. It seems like it's probably pretty heavy, uh, and you're not really sure how or why they put it there. Uh, can I walk over to the edge and look down at the goblin? You sure can. Now there, Sunny. Ah, who, what? Hold on. Hold, wait, how did you? How, why? Why are you? Oh, yeah. Who, why are you up there? Why are you up there? This is not where you're, you're supposed to be there on the other side of the... Why are you up there? Are you going to kill me like you killed my brother? Your brother killing son of a nutcracker? What is wrong with you? Now, now, Sunny. My name's not Sunny, we my name, like hey, my name's Karn, we went over this, we went over this. Oh, okay, Karn, Karn? Yeah, that's me. We would like to cross the bridge now. You can't cross the bridge, you killed my brother. <laughs> I did not, I did no such thing. One of you did, he said, he, they said he's dead. Remember Hingledorf. So Jordan. Hingledorf did you, it. What, now, can you move this wood for us? What is your are you are you going to try to persuade him to move the wood? Are you trying to scare him into moving the wood? Are you trying to convince him to move the wood, or like, are you just going to kill him? I am asking what it would take for him to move the wood. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to try to negotiate. Okay. Which would be persuasion. Perfect. Yeah. I so he's going to say. Uh, look, I can move the wood, I guess. I mean, that's my job. I'm really upset that you killed my brother, but, like, if you give me, uh, let's say, 120 scorpion tails, then I can, you know, that's the toll. I can move the wood. If you give me 120 scorpion tails, um, and I'm just, after that, I'll just guys? run away. Uh, because you killed my brother, um, and I don't want to die like my brother. That would very much would, be... Would you, take, would you take spider fangs? What do I look like, Clawn? No, of course I'm not going to take spider fangs. No, I take you don't scorpion look like tails. Clawn, you're still alive. I mean, what? <laughs> hey, other side of the bridge. You suck. <laughs> uh, so you're going to try to persuade um, him to take the scorpion tail. I mean, the the spider fangs instead of the scorpion. The spider tail. fangs. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to try to persuade him to give take me, the, the give spider me a fangs. persuasion check. It's going to be a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um. For 12, he's going to say, how many spider fangs do you have? 100, 150? Uh, I I have 80 spider fangs. You have 80 spider fangs? Okay. So, for eight, and you're not the one that killed my brother. I am not the one who killed your so brother. So, for 80 spider fangs, you can come across. Your friends cannot. Hmm. What if I make it 85? Five. For 85 spider fangs, you can come across, your friends cannot, and then you can have five spider fangs for, for, for fun, for funsies. I'm going to walk back to the other side where everybody okay. else is. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he is not willing to give you. He's not willing to let the brother killers across, but he would be willing to let one of you cross for eighty spider fangs. Okay. Okay. Uh. Um. Hmm. And you hmm. said the only other way across is just by like swimming. Yes, yeah, so you could try to. At this point, you could try to to go o- over. Or you, this is a cube of wood. You might have an easier time like getting around it as well if you wanted to like scale the outside. Hmm. Yeah, I'll 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 scale around the outside. Around the outside. Okay. Are you trying to go? Are you trying to sneak up on Karn to do it, or are you trying to go in the Karnward direction? Um, no, I'm just gonna go in the Karnward direction. Okay, it's fine. Um, give me. Uh, what's a guy with a dead brother gonna <laughs> do to me, me? Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> no. Okay, so <laughs> that I can't roll above a that's ten a great today. Noise. It's fine, uh, but I got a nine plus three. Okay. Um, nine plus three. I will let on a nine plus three. I will let you get around, but you're going to make a lot of noise and he's going to be ready for you. Yeah. I'm, I keep just kicking stuff. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, fingers in the grab. You know, I, I think Wade's whole mission is to, to wipe out the, these goblins and uh, save the shrine to Agma. So I think Wade is just going to take whatever shortest route that he sees uh, to get to Karn, and I, I'm just going to try to get to Karn and probably attack him, because that's Perfect. my whole mission that I'm sent here by Agma. Shortest route is going to be up and over. I will do that. I will climb cool. up and over, and I'm going to get to Karn, and I'm going to say, you wait right there, mister, because so I'm I'm coming, and I'm going to, this one's for Agma. How tall is Wade? Uh, I, I joked that he was six feet tall. We can go with that, that canonically. Works. Okay, give me... Uh, Give me acrobatics with advantage. Awesome. Because you're almost as tall as the the wood. Cool. Uh, so I rolled a two, and my acrobatics is plus two. So that is a four. Okay. With advantage? Oh, I have to roll. I roll advantage. That's right. Uh, that is, I got a nine plus two. That's 11. Okay. I'll let you get on top for 11. Cool. Thank you. I'm pulling myself up. You, you just wait. Give me another couple seconds, mister, because I'm coming. Oh, hi there, big guy. Hi, can you help me up? I need to get this guy. <laughs> yeah. You... <laughs> uh, Merla helps you up, and you're both on top of the, the thing now. Rudabega is climbing around the outside, and Hingledorf is, I imagine, yelling Hingledorf. <laughs> Hingledorf is at the bottom of the wood, just like with the hand axe stuck up, like Hingledorf. Like somebody help Hingledorf get over. Does somebody want to help Hingledorf over? I'll, I'll reach down and okay. with my big long arms. Okay. Um, give me a, uh, a a an athletics check, a strength check. Me athletics or Hingledorf? Uh, both of you. Okay. <laughs> you you said athletics. Yeah, athletics. Man, I'm so bad at rolling. Dirty 20. Okay. I okay, got so with, that that I got means five. I rolled something less than 20, but my bonuses got me to 20. Mm-hmm. Cool. So what did you roll? I rolled a 16 plus 4. Plus 4. Okay. So you have a strength score and then you're proficient at uh, athletics. So basically what that's going to mean is uh, Wade is going to reach his arm down and Hingledorf is just going to grab onto it and, and climb him cool. like a tree. <laughs> ow, um, ow, 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 ow. 
Hingledorf, yeah. thank you, buddy. Perfect. You're deceptively all, heavy. You're all going to be on top. <laughs> Wade, you wanted to go just like blast Karn. Oh, yeah. I want to cool. look down. As soon as I can recover from being climbed on, I want to cool. just look down at, at Karn and be like, this one's for Agma. And I'm going to just basically leap, do like a leaping attack with... Okay. Uh, with my, I guess my short sword. I could have cast a spell from up here, but I'm not thinking. I'm thinking. Okay, about so you're Agma. gonna. I'll give you a, a surprise attack on this one. Oh, um, excellent! Tell me what that does. Yeah, especially since I'm loud. So give me a, uh, give me an acrobatics check real quick, just to see how how far you land uh, away from him. Much better. Seventeen plus two. That's a nineteen. Seventeen plus two. Nineteen. You're gonna land basically on top of him. Like you can excellent. absolutely do this thing with this. As long as you hit with your attack roll, you can absolutely do this thing. Okay, do you want me to roll an attack? Roll your attack, yes. Uh, that is going to be a 13 plus 4 to That hit. will hit. Excellent. So that's, that my, that's me with my short sword. I bring it out, and I'm like, let's go! And uh, I roll a d6, the most boring die to roll in Dungeons Just a and regular Dragons. dice. Just a regular old one. Um, and that's not very much. I got a 2. Plus, uh, my short sword gets a just a, a plus two as well for damage. So, so that four is total damage. Four total damage. Cool. So you basically leap off the top of this this cube of wood, and you're gonna yell for Agama. Yeah. And and land basically on top of this guy and drive your short sword into him. Excellent. That's what okay. I want. Okay. Uh, can you roll an intimidation check for me? Oh, I sure can. I want you to know I have a negative one to intimidation. Perfect. Because I'm you a small do this child. Do this at advantage. With advantage? Sure. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's much better. I initially rolled a three, okay. which would have been a two, but now I rolled an 18, but still minus one. So, so 17. a 17? Yes. Karn books it. <laughs> he is gone. He runs away from this bridge faster than you've ever seen a goblin move before. And he's just yelling like, you brother killing bastards. Like you're going to pay for this one. The family is going to come for you. You just wait. Everything is going to go bad for you people. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. This is the worst thing. I, I miss my brother. Ah, bye. Hingledorf just yells, good riddance. <laughs> I think Wade is going to like he's he's full of adrenaline and that's starting to wear off and he'll look at like the blood on his sword and and the blood just all over from from stabbing the goblin and just kind of like he's going to throw up a little bit. This is the most he's action that Wade up. This is the most action that Wade has seen. He usually casts spells and this seemed a little too violent for even him and Can Rutabaga step out off of the side right as Wade's throwing up? <laughs> yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I'm climbing down and I see this. Oh, first time. <laughs> Hingledorf was just going to like wave the, what is it? Hand axe and be like, first blood. <laughs> I, don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. So Rutabaga climbs around the outside of the cube of wood. Um, just as Wade is vomiting profusely all over the, <laughs> there's this weird blooding ceremony going on on the other side. Uh -huh, Rutabaga is uh -huh. just like, what? <laughs> um, I'm like, where's Karn? Now you'll be sure to clean your sword up. You don't want it to get rusty now. When Rudabeg asks where's Karn, I throw up a little bit more. <laughs> so Karn did leave a trail uh -huh. of blood behind him. Okay. He's, he's okay. bleeding. 
So like you can every every few feet, there's just like a yeah. glob of blood on the ground. I was gonna ask about that because I ultimately I do want to track the goblins back to where they where they came from because that's my whole mission from Ogma. So I think as long as I've uh, taken a beat to recover a little bit, I would love to to track down. To, to follow this trail, but I don't know what anyone else is up to. If anyone else is interested in, in adventure, I'm going to hand wade my, um, water skin and be like, just gargle it and mm-hmm. spit. Don't, don't swallow thank you. it. Gargle sound. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yes. I'll put the gargling noises in in post. Obviously. <laughs> so, um, Gar- Karn left this trail of goblin blood on the ground. Is mm-hmm. that something you're wanting to follow? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Wade does. I don't know if any. I don't know if everyone else has the same inclination to want to do it, but this is the whole reason I was sent here. Yeah. Wade, really um, quick, give me an investigation check to see how far out you can like follow the goblin blood. Uh, that is a ten plus five, so that is a fifteen. Fifteen. You you're gonna be pretty decent at tracking this. Like this is something you can definitely follow. Cool. Um, if you want to tell your friends to come with you, you sure can. I mean, I'm sure that Rudy wants the goblins to move the the wood off of the bridge yeah i travel this path every day in and out every day working hard um for the money sure uh so i would like to find out who's implementing all of these uh extortion um tactics along my path to work goblins are no good these are these ones anyway Kingledorf is interested in getting to the end of this villainy. Cool. So you're all following the goblin blood? I'll follow Hingy. Um, so here's what's going to happen. You're going to go and you're going to walk down for the, you know, it's, it's like the sun's kind of setting now. You've crossed this bridge. You're headed toward River's End. And you're going to come across what looks like an upturned wagon, like about a mile down the road from where you were. Okay. Uh, if anybody wants to give me a perception or investigation, I can tell you more about yeah, the wagon. I but would, you're like, you're like hundreds of feet away from it, and you see an upturned wagon. I. How dark is it? Yeah. Can I uh, light a torch? Sure. Yeah. Perfect. I would love to investigate. Sure thing. God damn it! Uh, I got a three plus five. I got an eight. It looks like an upturned wagon. You can maybe see like the wheels have been knocked off, almost intentionally. Okay. What do your elven eyes see? Oh, it looks like a wagon. It looks like a wagon. An upside um, down one. Okay. Can I uh, like investigate if it's one of my neighbor's wagons? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I certainly rolled. What did you roll? Oh, gosh. A three on the three dice. On the dice so plus. Bad. Plus zero for it intelligence. It looks like a wagon, you'd think. Hingledorf is gonna like get in the upturned wagon. Okay, so you want you guys want to approach it? The, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, okay. small enough to fit. Yeah, this is really closer. our I'm only like, lead. I'm like yeah. squinting. I have really bad vision. So, can I hide behind the fighter? You sure can. You certainly can do that. Can Can I wear the halfling as a backpack? No, no, no. Because I. Am naturally nope. Uh, yeah, because I'm naturally stealthy, uh, which I believe is a halfling trait. I can attempt to hide when I'm obscured by a creature that is at least one size larger than I am. 
And hiding so I must gives see. you disadvantage from being hit or advantage. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And uh, for me in particular, it will help with my sneak attack, if that is a thing. So this uh, this wagon, it's like a big, big what used to be like a covered wagon, right? Where people would like go across the the plains in this kind of thing. Like it used to move families around. It has been upturned. The wheels have been taken off. And like windows and doors have been cut in it. There's like a door, like a like a wooden mm. and metal braced door in the side of the wagon. It looks like it's been turned into a house. Interesting. And and um, are we within like touching? Uh, if you want to be, I will yeah. say that Karn's blood stops like thirty feet away from this wagon. I was gonna ask about the blood. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hinkledorf would like to walk up to the wagon and like knock on it. You're going to knock on the door? Why not? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm right behind you. <laughs> what, uh, Hingledorf, what is your AC? 18. 18? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're level one. <laughs> Cleric, baby. And Rutabaga, you followed Hingledorf? What is yeah. your AC? 14. Okay. Um, so, and technically I followed Rutabaga, but I'm Yeah, hidden. you're fine. What you're, what's going to happen here is out of the windows on either side of this door, uh, two arrows are going to fly and one of them is going to fly right past Hingledorf, you know, just, <laughs> just misses Hingledorf's ear. The other one is going to get, uh, is going to get Rutabaga in the shoulder and Rutabaga, you're going to take four points of piercing damage as this arrow lands in your shoulder. Ah! Oof. Rutabaga, you still want to, I mean, uh, Hingledorf, you still want to knock? Oh, I have I not knocked yet? No, that happened when you got like close enough to knock, but hadn't quite knocked. Oh, well, instead of knocking, Hingledorf knock. is just going to like rip the door open. Uh, you, you may try. <laughs> give <laughs> you me a, like a metal door. Yeah. Give me an athletics check. Come on, baby. That'll be a nine plus four. Nine plus four. You're going to like yank on this door and you're going to feel like it almost gives. But it's, it's going to remain firm and you're going to hear. What the hell was that? Who's trying to rip my door off? Hingledorf! Hingledorf? <laughs> I was warned about you killed Klorn! Who are you, Blarn? No! Who I'm Klorn! With a C! <laughs> C-L-A-R-N! Like C with a C, L with an L, A with an A, R with an R, and N with an N. Klorn! It's pronounced Klorn! Are there and you're gonna hear like another five voice. letters in your alphabet? You're gonna hear another voice pop up that says, "Yeah, and I'm Nuzgalog." <laughs> Good to meet you. And you Would killed. You, like to come you out? killed Klorn with a K. Why don't you come out and we can discuss matters? I'm not. We're not coming out anywhere. We got this door in front of us. And you killed Klorn. Well, then you're we'll not gonna just get light this wagon Klorn. on fire, Hildorf. <laughs> Hingledorf, are you trying to light the wagon on fire? <laughs> sure. Oh, no. Wait. As soon as Hinky said that, uh, Merla's like, 
rip it out the tinderbox okay. again. I already have a torch hey, lit. Super, oh, actually, yeah, you have a torch. Super quick I have question torches. From, yeah, I would like up, to Scott? grab one. Super quick question so from Wade. Up, Scott? So I was sent to kill goblins that uh, were kind of desecrating a shrine to Agma. There's no way like this is the shrine, is it? Because I will absolutely stop everyone from setting this on fire. Uh, it is not the shrine. It is okay. just an uncovered wagon. Does Agma have like a symbol? Do you think? Uh, Tell me I what the think, symbol of Agma is. I don't think it says, but just make it um, up. I, I will say it's just like a big. It's just like a big beefy brain, like a brain with biceps. That's what Agma's symbol is. Okay, so on the side of this wagon, you see what used to be like a uh uh like a keystone of a building like that that holds up an arch mm-hmm. that's got the brain on it okay and it's going to have the word uh sucks painted across it in in uh, in what looks like blood <laughs> but uh but hanging hanging on the side of the wagon so you're going to definitely know that like this these goblins have been to the shrine of agma but this is not All the right. shrine of agma that that pisses wade off and the so one, back to the arson the one that said he was nuzgalog is going to pipe up and go i'm sorry did you say something bad agma agma sucks man if you haven't noticed like agma sucks like this guy sucks light this place on fire now Okay. Uh, Rutabaga with torch in one hand, uh, arrow in the other shoulder, uh, is going to just tap the torch to the linen of the covered wagon. Uh, make a... So there's no linen. It's all going to be wood. Like, the cover is gone. Oh. But make make oh. a melee attack on this wagon. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. And I don't want to add on to it, but if there's time, Wade would even like to do a burning hands just to make sure that everything is really on fire. Okay. Uh, please do. I did roll a okay. four, and I don't know what to add. Um, It would be uh, just like a... Strength? Yeah, but it's not going to do it. It's a six. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, is burning hands an attack spell? Burning Hands is a uh, like a dexterity saving throw. Okay. And you cool. had said earlier that inanimate objects can't move. That's true. So. Um, but this does... I, I do have a mechanical chance of you catching stuff on fire. Yes. Here for this particular wagon. Yeah, so it's a 15-foot cone okay. in, in front of me. As so I, you're going to use I a stretch spell. stretch out my hands. I'm, yeah, I'm using a spell. Yeah. I'm stretching out my hands. I'm going to cast uh, Burning Hands in a 15-foot cone in front cool. of me which will hopefully cover this this wagon the wagon is going to catch on fire yeah it and takes i need three, all of you to roll initiative it takes 3d6 i don't know if you wanted me to roll that at all but uh i do not there, weirdly enough the module did think you were going to burn this thing to the ground cool so like it uh it knew that this was a possibility um awesome. yeah everybody take a bathroom break real quick Anyway, I got a 23 for initiative. <laughs> cool. I got a 15. 16. And Wade got a dirty 20. We all rolled initiative. Um, Rutabaga is first in the order. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, though, nothing interesting is going to happen for the first couple turns because of how combat and initiative works. Like, you can continue to uh, try to bust the door down. Um, but you and Wade get to go before any, either of the goblins. 
Excellent. So, so if you want to try to do more fire damage s- to it, you can. Um, or if you want to, um, you said that there were windows, there are, right? Yes, there are two, um, like thin windows that like are used for shooting arrows out of, basically, like arrow hole oh, type window. Not oh, like, okay. not like you know, nice panes and shutters. Not like and, dive no, into window. Not dive into window. <laughs> no, sadly, um, the door is going to be your only way cool. into this place. Is Hingledorf still holding onto the door handle? Um, no, I think Hingledorf would have like pulled on it and then been like, oh god, there's people in here, I don't know. But like, that's not really how things work indeed. You don't just get to like hold stuff and try continuously. Cool. You can try um, to rip the door off if you want. Yeah, I would love to try to Go rip the door it. off. Um, is pulling the arrow out of my body an action? Um, Probably... <laughs> All right, then I'm yeah, gonna leave it there. I, I think that would be an action. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So, gonna roll a, a strength check. Yes. To pull the door off. Yes. Roll an athletics check. Yes. Okay. I got a natural Perfect. twenty. That door. So, uh, so audience, this is the first time this has happened. The hinges. Right? So the natural frame. twenty is the best you can do. Um, it is considered in combat. It's like an instant hit, an, an automatic hit. Um, a lot of people use it for, for checks and stuff. It's just like a guaranteed success. Uh, that is what I'm going to do here. You rip the door off. Hinges, metal, everything. Um, Brutabega steps back from this burning wagon and is now holding a door. Um, you now have an improvised shield if you want it. <laughs> Great. That's how I'm going to hold it. Perfect. And I'm going to like position it where I just got shot yeah. from. Cool. I'll give you plus two. For, until you drop it, I'll give you plus three armor class. Because yes. it's a door. <laughs> Excellent. Very Borderlands of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, me and my door shield. Um, so that's your action, though. That is, I'm going to take take your turn for that, unless you want to move mm-hmm. or do a bonus action. Uh, no, I think cool. I'm all right. Wait, it is your turn. You see there is yeah. now an open door frame and two, yeah. like, Thick goblins, like tall and thick goblins, are yeah. um are sitting in front of you. One's just like your standard goblin-looking goblin, you know, like green skin, no hair. The other one just has like like a mullet. Yeah, Ugh. you think that one might be Nuzgalog? I get the sensation because he doesn't look like uh, Klarn and Karn. Yeah, he just looks like a different, like a like a like a, like a Billy cousin. Ray goblin. Yeah, I get you. Have they have they taken any sort of uh, any sort of damage or anything from the fire? Uh, does it look like they're in panic mode and they're gonna come out? It, or try it to looks stay like in? they were about to bust that door down and run at you. Anyway, okay. they they're kind of standing there like, where'd the door go? There was a door here. <laughs> now there's you know what? Okay, let's go. Cool. So I just have easy access to them. I would love to do burning hands again. Do it. But at these people. Do I it. Should, I should also clarify uh, something from earlier. I do only have two spell slots, but I have four possible spells. I think I said that I had four spell okay, slots. Okay, so two spell slots. So this would be your second spell slot. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically, I'm, I'm burning cool. them. Ha ha ha. Burning hands. Um, but I think it's important. Let's do it. So they have to make a dexterity... Uh, saving throw. Okay, and what is the difficulty check, the DC on that? Um, I believe, I'm trying to figure, uh, one It second. should say on your character sheet, it should say spell save DC. 
yeah, somewhere. Yeah. If it doesn't, hang on, let me. Um, I can never remember how this one's calculated. Yeah, me either. I'm new to spell casting. Eight plus yes. Spell casting plus proficiency. It is thirteen. It is on his character sheet. Intelligence is your spell casting ability for your yes. spells. The saving throw DC to resist a spell you cast is thirteen. Okay, so it's it's eight. Your attack bonus eight when you plus spell casting modifier plus proficiency. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So eight plus spell casting modifier plus proficiency would be eight plus two plus three. That's thirteen. Cool. So they and Scott, you also add plus five when you cast an attack spell. Why do I do that? Uh, for your uh, spell casting modifier, intelligence oh, plus three. Yeah, plus yeah. Your proficiency no, I, I, I've been two. doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so okay, cool. one of these guys got a twenty-one total. Uh, so that's gonna save. That will save, unfortunately. Uh, so. Klarn with the C, the one you're guessing is Klarn with the C, is going to not be affected. He's just going to jump out of the way. He's going to jump like out of the burning building. And, mm. the, and, and, and Nuzgalag is just going to stand there and take the full brunt of your spell. Okay. What is the damage on that? Um, I rolled. Uh, so I, I have to. It's, a, it's three D6 fire damage. I rolled Good a two. Christ. Yes, I rolled a two. I rolled a five. And I rolled another five. So that is 12 fire damage. Good lord. Okay, so uh, Nuzgalog, the goblin with a mullet. Yeah. Is just going to like, he's going to scream and run out of the building, completely engulfed in fire. And he's just going to be like, you brother killers are going to kill me too. And I'm not even related. (laughs) And he's going to collapse dead. Like 30 yeah. feet away from you. Does uh, Klarn take half the damage on a failed save? On a successful save? save? Or on a successful save? Um, yes, half as much on a successful one. Okay, so, so Klarn gets, gets a little, Klarn with the sea gets a little bit of the fire, and he looks just freaking awful. He does I, not look like he's doing well. Wade shoots this big fire blast out and like puts his hands to his side, like w- with flames coming from them. And he's like, that's the power of burning knowledge and intellect. You ghouls. You ghouls. <laughs> Okay, so... Agma shine down upon me. And he's just gonna quietly be like, Agma sucks. Agma's the worst. I freaking hate Agma. As he's like, he's just like bleeding and burning and just like oh. not doing so hot over here. Uh, but it is his turn. So he's gonna come up to you, Fireboy, and he's gonna try Bring to it. hit you with his scimitar. He's gonna pull out a scimitar, like a curved caught a sword, single-bladed sword, and he's going to try to slash at you and does a 16 hit. Uh, it sure does. My armor class is only 12. Excellent. So he's going to do a D6 plus 2 of slashing damage, All which right. is going to be a total of 5. All right. That hurts me a whole lot. I only have 8 HP. Oh, man. So I'm a very squishy boy. Uh, so I'm down to three. That one hurts a lot. So I like blast this incredible spell and then I just get hit once. I'm like, ow, 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 ow. 
So you have a goblin right in front of you that hit you with a scimitar. Um, and, and he's, he's pissed and he's also looking very much not great. Uh, Merla, it is your turn. Um, so I would like to attack this goblin that just, uh, hurt, uh, hurt my boy Wade. Uh, so I'm going to take my short sword and, uh, I'm going to try to attack this goblin and because the goblin is within five feet of Wade, who is uh, on my team, I guess, um, with my sneak attack, I can deal uh, an extra 1d6 cool. of damage to my target. Perfect. So roll me that beautiful so attack I'm going roll. To roll. Give me a d20 plus attack modifier. Uh, so I rolled a 19 and then I add five. So 24. That'll hit. hit. Um, and so I'm going to roll one D six plus three piercing. Now I'm, I'm adding three piercing here because my dexterity is three because a short sword can be a finesse weapon, uh, which means that I can use my dexterity to hit rather than my strength, which is something that I want to do because I'm a halfling uh, and therefore not very strong. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to roll 1d6. Uh, I got a 6 plus 3 piercing, and then for my sneak attack, I would add another 1. So I have dealt this goblin 10 piercing damage all at once. Um, Jordan, which direction would you like to cleave this goblin in twain? Um, so I'm behind him, and I'm going to come like from his upper shoulder, cause he's not a whole lot smaller than I am. I'm going to come from his upper shoulder sort of, uh, on the right down to his left lower <laughs> hip. Whoosh. Just so Wade, what half. you see. Yeah. Hit me with it. Is you, this goblin that you just blasted with a fire blast. And then he hit you with his scimitar. Yeah. Um, as he's yelling in your face about like you're a brother killer, you're gonna you're gonna pay for this, you're gonna pay for your cry, and he's gonna like half he's just half his top half is just gonna slide off diagonally, <laughs> and you're completely sprayed with goblin blood. <laughs> I throw up again. Stuff, I throw up again. <laughs> covered in the stuff. Uh, as a bonus action, I toss Wade a handkerchief to wipe off his face from the blood and vomit. Thank you. Well, that's okay, sport. Hingledorf, it is your turn. Are we not out of combat? Hingledorf, it is your turn. Here's what you see on your turn before you get to make a move. This wagon that has been on fire this whole time, like steadily growing in flames, right? Just collapses completely. And in the ruins of this wagon, you see a ladder leading basically underground. Oh, I'm going to go investigate. You're going to go investigate it. Okay. You run like 10 feet up to it and it looks like it only goes down like, like five or 10 feet, like not, not crazy, but just like an under, 
there's like an underground layer to this wagon layer. Mm-hmm. Hingledorf is going to look up at everybody and go, there's a hole, Hingledorf. <laughs> is, it's, so Hingledorf doesn't, can't see in the dark, right? Uh, no, dark it's, it's lit as well. There's like torches and stuff. Okay. It, it looks like it just opens up into like a, a chamber underneath that is like lit. There's also some blood on the like ladder. Mm, well, I'm not going to go down at first. Okay. Let's go be bad guys. Uh, yeah, that would be Rutabaga's turn then if you're not going to go. Um, hmm. uh, can I like start stomping out the fire uh the fire is like out like it just collapsed and it's like okay. it's not a problem anymore um, it's sort of like in a, a smoldering ring like a, a rectangular sort of ring around this ladder that is like in the dead center of what looked like the room created excellent. by the wagon um well team shall we absquatulate <laughs> and from down below you hear Man, that guy keeps using those big words. I hate this. And it sounds it sounds <laughs> like Karn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um Can I can I take a Pixies down the tunnel? Um yeah, you can investigate. Um We could call this out of combat if you want. I'm just trying to avoid doing another initiative roll, so it doesn't have to go in turn order. Um if you're cool with just keeping Great. the same initiative roll when you go downstairs. Cool. Okay. Excellent. Um <clears throat> So do an do an investigation check for me. I got a seven. Oh, uh, it's a it's a looks like there's a room underneath there that's like lit up, like probably where the goblins hung out. Cool. Um, do I still have movement to like drop yeah. down? Um. So I believe, uh, Hingy as a cleric probably has some. Sp- Bells, right? Maybe something that could help me out. Clean up, um, Please help me. Clean up the the little kiddo. I'm dying here. Uh, yeah, I can. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I can uh, cast cure wounds on. I dear love that. Whizbang. Uh, uh, let's see. A creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to one d eight plus your spell casting ability modifier. Um, so okay. most of them. <laughs> Please roll uh, a five at least. A six plus cool. spellcasting modifiers, wisdom, so three. Perfect. So that's nine total, but I only had five off, so I'm back to eight. Full health. Thank you. You're Thank welcome. Thank you so that's much. My first of two spell slots. <laughs> I feel much better. Cool. So you have a hole uh, in front of you where you think that there are probably goblins underneath. Let's go. As soon as I'm back to health, I'm like, towards adventure, towards Agma. Do I get the sense that going down this this uh, hole is, is going to lead me to the Agma shrine or or nah? You get the sense that it's going to lead you somewhere to toward maybe somebody who knows where well, the Agma shrine is. At the very least, I know that there's at least another goblin down there and I've been sent here to kind of wipe out a goblin problem. So that's enough for me. 
Wade's going down. Cool. Is everybody following Wade? Yep. Um, oh, I already went down oh, okay. as far as yeah, I'm cool. concerned. So. Oh, dear. This kid was going to get himself killed. Hingle just didn't want to go first. Does anybody stay? Um, sounds okay. like no. How, how long does it take for me to loot the, the other goblin body? Um, you can do that. That's fine. Can I, can I do a quick check? Just a, ah, I, I got a You got 12. a 12. You, you find that's good enough to loot this goblin. Um, it's a dead body. Yeah. It's a dead body. Yeah. You do whatever you want. You find 700 <laughs> spider fangs. <laughs> 10,000. So no scorpion tails? <laughs> no scorpion tails. <laughs> I mean, I take them. I'm going to put them in the same pouch. I don't know how big a spider fang well, they're is. Little. They're little. They're little tiny spider fang. I mean, they're little baby spiders, man. Like spiders are small. It's not, not just tarantula okay. fangs. I would have said tarantula fangs. Great. I've got like 850, you got 850 spider, spider fangs. fangs in this bag. <laughs> That's cool. almost enough for spider fang soup. <laughs> so basically, when you get down in this hole, here's what you're going to see. There is a room uh, basically carved out of the ground. It's a big circular room, uh, and it has like five beds in it and a big chair against one wall, above which chair is another plate from the Ogma Shrine that has sucks written on it, like S-U-X written God on it again. Damn it. And sitting in the chair is the biggest goblin you've ever seen in your life. And laying in one of the beds is a, like, violently bleeding Karn. Like, he is not doing well. And the goblin in the chair looks at the four of you that hopped down into this, into this chamber and says, Welcome, travelers. I see that you've come into my house. This isn't your house. This is the house of Ogma. Uh, brother, I, I dug this pit with my bare goblin hands. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, is Ogma the guy that sucks? Yeah, Karn over here keeps saying that Ogma sucks. I have been sent on a quest. Listen, listen, child. To avenge Ogma to rid this shrine, this holy place of your kind. Listen, child. My name is Klarn. X-L-A-R-N. That's X I, with an X, L with an L, A with no, an A, R I, with an R, I'm N with an track. N. I've got a notebook. I'm keeping track. Yes, I understand the names. So I've got an offer for you. This can go one of two ways. I've got a map here to the shrine of this sucky guy, Akma. Would you like this map, little boy? And you hear Karn go, Don't give it to him. This guy sucks as much as Agma sucks. You He says, he says, Karn, be quiet, my man. This is you got us in this situation in the first place, okay? Listen here. No, I, son, you listen here. I asked if you want the parents, map or not. My parents may have sent me on this mission with nothing but a hope and a dream and a sandwich that I ate half of already. They didn't even they, give you a knife? I found one along the way. 
They wanted me to pull myself up by my bootstraps. They're those kinds of parents. It doesn't matter. I Here's- am here with half a sandwich and one goal. To shine glory upon Agma, and you are defiling the name. I will take that map, but I'll take it from your dead body. Uh, see, I was just going to offer to trade you for it. Oh, no, that's fine, too. I did I did a lot of killing today. I'd rather not do that, actually. So if you would just, if, if like a trade is good, that is, oh, that actually would mean a lot to me. As I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted, sir speaks a lot. Uh-huh. Hello, I'm Hingledorf. Hello, that's Hingledorf. Nice to meet you. This is, yeah. this is Hingledorf. I'm Klarn. That's X with an X, with an L X, with an yeah. L, A mm-hmm. with an A, R with an R. Last of name's Drubin. My last name is Klarn. With a K. Yeah. How is K. it spelled? With a K. Okay. You know, you all really X. give new yeah. meaning to family name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, as I was saying, we can do this two ways. You can uh-huh. trade me for the map, and you can have the map, and you got to promise to go away and leave me and Karn alone, man. We've lost too many people here today. Or, or, I can beat the living daylights out of yous. Can I do an insight sure. check on this guy? Uh, Woo, Nat, Nat 20. 20. What do you want to know, Jordan? Um, what are you trying to divine here? More than anything in the entire world. What they wanted with the spider thing. <laughs> <laughs> but well you do have 850 of them uh, but what I'm actually going to ask for um, is like if this guy's legit if he's going to give him the map and if he's of, of any particular danger to us or other he travelers. He looks like he could be very much danger to you if you piss him off. He's a big, beefy goblin, like huge, large goblin, thick boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he doesn't look like he particularly means you any harm. He looks very tired, like he's had a very long day. Okay. He did lose like three kids. Any chance I can know what the spider fangs are? You can ask him. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, what's the deal with the taxes that your family's putting up? I mean, hey, look, you got a bridge. You're going to pay. You're going to make people to cross the bridge. That's all I'm saying. You got to make people pay to cross the bridge. Yeah, but you didn't make the bridge. Okay, I didn't make the bridge, but there's a bridge there that nobody's making people pull up. Uh, you know, there's no troll. There's no nothing. There's there's nothing. It's just us. Uh, you found a market, and now you're capitalizing exactly. on market it. Market like, capitalization it. is very yeah, yeah. integral mm-hmm. to goblets, okay? Mm-hmm. We have to make our way in the world. You've got a bridge. Yeah, you mean, need to cross that bridge. I'm going to make you pay to cross look, that bridge. Well, Agma helps those who help themselves, you know? Agma sucks, man. Okay. You, you, you know, but but uh, usually when, when people give you money, uh, it's for goods or services, and uh, you're providing neither. Uh, the service is that you get to cross the bridge. Um, and as established, you did not build the bridge. 
Nor like do a you person maintain. who ever built the bridge hasn't raised any any objections to me and my family standing well, here on this bridge. Well, by the law of adverse possession, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, that was a big, another big, you keep using big words, all he is. Uh, do we have, look, here's what. What, here's, what do you got? Hippopotamothalamid monster equitability. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. I want either 400 starling talons and half a sandwich for this map. Or I want a really cool sword with a really cool hilt. Or I kill all of you. But really, like, it'd be great if I could get the Starling Talons. What do you want the Starling Talons for? Wouldn't you like to know? They're worth, I can tell you, I'll tell you this much. They're worth more than Scorpion Fang, Scorpion Tails. They're worth way more than Spider Fangs. <laughs> well, I if, do have half a sandwich. If you know the right paya. I suddenly want to keep this man alive and at the edge of life and death. The okay. edge of life and death. <laughs> you know, like one or two hit points. I just up. looked up synonyms for fuck and butthole came out. I can't keep this in. I can't keep this in. Uh, I guess Wade, Wade uh, looks straight at Rutabaga like, all I have is the half a sandwich. Well, it's, this is my only sword. It's a you family can take my home. sword. Yeah, but your sword's I know, it's not as cool. It doesn't have as cool of a hilt. It's, the hilt is so yeah, lame. It's so bad. This, the hilt that I have, so it's like nothing. Are we like going to fight this guy? or? <laughs> Where are we in initiative I order? Uh, we can fair. restart initiative order as soon as somebody makes an attack at this guy. I, I'm in the place where I do want to haggle with him, but if you guys want to attack, that's fine. I'll, I'll follow your lead. Uh, as the person who was top of initiative order, <laughs> I'm going to pull out my sword mm -hmm. and I'm going to be like, you know, I've got a pretty cool sword with a kind of neat hilt. Uh, I'm going to go stab him. Okay. There it is. Uh, cool. <laughs> you're going to, you're going to attack. Uh, Klarn with an X. Yep. Goodbye, Klarn okay. with an X. <laughs> We're wiping okay. out a bloodline today. <laughs> uh, you you go for it. Please let me roll well. Oh, um, I got a 16 plus four. 16 plus four will hit. That's a dirty 20. That will hit this guy. That will hit. That's the first time I've hit today. Did Is you really? know that? <laughs> nice. Yeah. What a time to do um, it. Um, and I'm going to roll 2d6 plus 2 in that slashing damage. damage. With your sword, with your mildly cool sword. Uh, total of 9. Total. Oh, wait, no, 11. total of 11. Okay. I don't know why I just rolled a dice. What the? What was I doing there? <laughs> cool, anyway. Yeah, so you're going to slice at this guy with your pretty cool sword, and he's going to take mm -hmm. it just like across the chest, right? It's going to leave a big old gash. But, like, he's still standing mm -hmm. up. He looks pretty mad, but he's definitely bleeding. Uh, mm -hmm. And he just looks at you like, the hell was that for? I was trying to... Yeah, you wanted a closer look at the yeah, sword, right? Yeah, put the sword 
Did I you even get a put look the at sword it? through my chest. That feels like a pretty garbage way to show somebody a sword. Well, you should have communicated hey, that. Sword's that sword's lame as hell anyway. That sword looks like Agma made it. Hey, can you stop? Like this, Agma, you're mean. To Agma? Yeah, I am mean. You're exactly right. Um, I need to say it. I have been thinking since you said who your god is, Agma Nuts. Agma <laughs> <laughs> Nuts. Ethan, if you want to use Perfect. that, feel yes. free. Uh, wait, it's your turn, buddy. Um, do I get the vibe that this goblin's going to retaliate? Um, give me an inside check. Cool. That is a 17 plus 3, so a dirty 20. Okay. I can't. I'm just rolling a dice. I don't know what I'm doing there. <laughs> I mean, you could dirty twenty. Deception. Yeah, but I'm not, though, because he's not. Okay. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. He looks just like sad that he got stabbed, man. He looks like, okay. like he, this is just another part of his long day, and he really doesn't want to go through all this. Okay. Then I will just pull out the half of my sandwich. Okay. And I will gently toss it to him. I'm not an attack roll or anything like that. Gently toss it his way and be like, is that... I don't have the... What was the other thing he asked for? With, along with the sandwich? Uh, it was four, 400 starling talents. I don't have the starling talents, but this is like a really good sandwich I've been saving. My mom made it special. All right. And he grabs the sandwich out of the air as you toss it to him. And mm -hmm. he takes a bite and he says, I'm give you compliments to your moms. This is a really good sandwich. I'm not going to lie to you, okay? Like, I was planning on lying to you about the quality of this sandwich. This is mm -hmm. a really good sandwich. I agree. It's something about the, the herbs that she puts on top, like the fresh basil. And, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's really delicious. Hey, I like you. You're way better than the rest of these guys. I this really wish you would stop insulting Agma. Otherwise, I think we would get along pretty good. I will see what I can do about that. Um, Merla, it's your turn. So far, this man has been stabbed and eaten a sandwich. <laughs> what a combat. <laughs> uh, um... I don't know what the right course of action here is. I, like... can hold an action. Yeah. I haven't gone over that. You know what? I'm going to take, take a dodge, dodge action. action. Cool. So basically what that means is Jordan is preparing to be attacked. Yeah. Yes. And so by me taking a dodge, if someone attacks me, I think they I'll do impose so a disadvantage, disadvantage yeah. on them. Yeah. So Jordan's yeah. trying means, to impose disadvantage on me. Which means very much like advantage, but it's the opposite. Yeah, I, take, two I, do, I roll twice and take the bad one. Yes. Hingledorf, it's your turn, buddy. Hingledorf is going to walk up to Klarn with an X and <clears throat> reach out and touch him and cast Inflict Wounds. Jesus! Wow! You know, whatever. <laughs> so 
This is a melee spell attack. Okay. Which my understanding is you roll an attack. Yes. Okay. So that will be a 14 plus five. Okay. For 19. That will hit. And our dear friend Klarn with an X takes 3d10 necrotic damage. Good Christ. He just ate my sandwich. Dear Klarn (laughs) will be taking two. Okay. Three. Okay. Five. Ten damage. Ten damage. (laughs) How's he looking? He looks. Hildendorf looks him in the eyes. Hingledorf. Deep stare and just says, Hingledorf. He looks terrible. Like he is clinging to life by a thread. Jordan, you said earlier the edge of life and death. And that is what I would call this man's. Klarn with an X. Excellent. It's a shame that I took a Klarn with an X looks like he is about to keel over and die. So he's he definitely is, he bloodied. He is definitely bloodied, yes. His shirt's soaked. Absolutely, There's just yes. a big gash. Hey, folks, you think we could um, extort this man for information? So it's Klarn with an X's turn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Wade. You have a, you have a, uh, a sword, right? I do, yeah. Just like a, just your basic short sword? Just a regular old one. Cool. So Klarn, with an X, is going to basically fall to his knees in front of the four of you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to say, Hey, um, this is not going the way I thought it was going to go, okay? Yeah, me neither, Klarn. Uh, hey, hey, wizard boy that loves Agma, can you do me a huge favor? Yeah. Before I shuffle off my mortal coil and cease to be extant. Uh Uh-huh. Can I just see that sword? For what reason? Your sword. Just, I don't need to hold it. Just show it to me. Okay. How far away am I from him? Uh, a few feet. Enough that he's not gonna be able to just reach out and grab it. Okay. That's, yeah. I will do that. I'll unsheath my very ordinary sword with a hilt that's not extremely cool. And I will show it. And Clark with an X Clark. is going to look at you and he's going to say, now that's a cool sword. That's, that's got a really cool hilt. That's the kind of sword that I would give up a map for. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> is he that, actively dying? That's the kind of sword that, that I would want to have in my possession instead of a stupid old map. Clarn, buddy, why didn't you tell us? I mean, I asked you. I asked you for 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 half a sandwich, four hundred starling talons, or a cool sword, and you chose to stab me and <laughs> suck my life out. Well, you're not dead yet. I'm not no. dead yet. You're correct. Although I think I might be headed that direction if I was to say say to sustain. I don't know. Maybe one more of an arbitrary <laughs> unit of pain. <laughs> I might succumb to said pain and, and, and stop being. Show me the map, Klarn. He pulls the map out of his pocket and unrolls it. And it's just like it is a big map of this area. And there's just like a big X that says Agma on the bottom in like one of the corners. Mm-hmm. And underneath that, that, that uh, X is written sucks with an God X. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> and it just it looks like a map to get from this general area to the to the shrine of Agma. Fair enough. It's, it's not Rutabaga's my turn, turn though. Yeah, it's Rutabaga's yeah. turn. Um, I mean, it would be so easy to kill him. Uh, you could just bonk non-lethal damage, knock him to sleep. Um, yeah, can I take the hilt of my sword and bonk him with it? Yes, to do non-lethal, non-lethal damage, yes. damage, I will let you do that. Uh... Uh, sh- should I just add my strength to that? I'm not sure what to add. Well, you need to do it. <laughs> can I, can I roll for bonk? bonk? Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah. Do you want to explain non-lethal damage? I got a 19 okay, for bonk. Okay, a 19 for bonk is going to hit. Let me, how does non-lethal damage work? I have never actually DM'd for somebody that's trying to I do think non-lethal you damage. Just, it, I, I don't think there's like a specific mechanic behind it. I think it's more so just if you specify that you're trying not to kill someone, then you won't kill them. You don't kill them. Allows an attacker it's to knock like an opponent out rather than all kill of their, yeah. yeah, so anything, yeah. he has one hit point left, so you can do this non-lethally and knock him out. Cool, I'm, yeah, I'm just so gonna, you're gonna hit. you're gonna hit him in the head, and he's, mm-hmm. I'm like, how cool is my hilt now? And he's gonna say, that's <laughs> still not very cool, and he's gonna collapse forward and pass out. Hingledorf is gonna be like, night, night. Hingledorf. And the map to Agma rolls out of his hand and falls at Wade Whizbang's feet. Da 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 da. Wade now has a map to the shrine of Agma. Fantastic. That he can chase down the goblin band that's defiling this shrine and writing Agma sucks on everything. Fantastic. Did you say when we first got here, did you say that there was a that the other that Karn was here? Yeah, Karn passed out at some point. Okay, cool. he was very damaged, so he's just like ah, and now he's just like sleeping. Um, can't believe he's he stopped caring cool. at some point and was just cool. like just dying. Fair enough. Uh, Wade will pick up that map and very solemnly lay down my sword next to uh, Karn with an X, like a you know a fair trade, it's a fair trade. And he gives you like a like a reassuring snore. <laughs> and that's where we're gonna leave this. <sighs> Woo! Woo! Thank you, and now everybody. Now you all know how to play. Can D&D? I say some other big words? That's how you play D and D. Roughly, sort of. I, that was fun. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed listening to that. Um, that, that was, was really, really cute. Fun to play. I liked it. Infinitesimal. <laughs> Machiavellian. Big words. <laughs> Misnomer. <laughs> non sequitur. <laughs> Ostentation. Non-sequitur is a good one. Bye. Great. Bye, everyone. Hey. Precocious. Quid pro quo. Quid <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you, everybody.